Welcome. Welcome. The show you're about to listen to is part of the Hopped Up Network's growing family of craft beer podcasts in the U.S. and Canada. Find this show and others like it at hoppedupnetwork.com, the spot for informative and entertaining craft beer podcasts. I got this. Okay. Ah, I got it. Okay. Ah. I got some beers. Let's drink them, huh? and film at 11, why don't you follow me down to the brewery? I'll tie a bowling ball to my ankle, dive in the vat of beer. I'll leave this world the same way I entered my marriage. Dead drunk! Hello? Want a beer? Hook it up! Hook it up! Yeah. Yeah. Hook me up! Y'all heard, take it from the top. One, two. Beer? This is how we do it. My mic sound nice, check one. My mic sound nice, check two. My mic Sound nice, check three. Are you ready? That's cute. I remember when I had my first beer. You like parties? Yeah. We can invite all our friends and have soda and pie. Yeah. I hope no bad. My mic sounds nice, check one. My mic sounds nice, check two. My mic sounds nice, check three. My mic sounds nice, check four. My mic sounds nice, check five. My mic sounds nice, check six. Are you ready? You want some of this milk? Rather have a beer. You guys give me if I kill that bird. Harvey, that's a bald eagle. Get away, baldy! Yeah! What up? What up? And seven times, what up? This is the word with Mike, Pete, and Steve. GubsRadio.com, live here on GubsRadio.com. Also broadcasting on the Govs Radio Facebook page and, of course, the Govs Radio YouTube page. Don't forget that all of our shows are in podcast form thereafter. Go on to all of your podcast platforms, such as Spotify, iTunes, uh, of course, the Hopped Up Network, Laughable App, and our video will be on demand on YouTube channel from the work uh, podcast with Mike, Pete, and Steve. Thanks a lot. For everyone for tuning in tonight, really appreciate you guys coming on through on this beautiful Monday evening on your hot. radio dial. It's hot. hot out there. Hot as shit. I, just, I came down here sweating, saying hello to everybody to catch up on the Zoom. And my shirt is still wet, just running up and down the block after a dog. It's not the best thing to do in the world, but it works. Uh, let's get into some quick sponsorship, and then we'll kick off the show with our boys from Two Villains. Uh, let's talk a little bit about Brewbag. Man, I had a great weekend with my brew bag. Oh, yeah. Steven did as well. Uh, we uh, are sponsored by Brewbag. Go to brewbag.com or go onto our Instagram. Go into the highlights and find a link to our brew bag page where you can get 10% off by using our link and go on Brewbag and play Beer Pong Cornhole. Bro, it is some shit. I, it's I, hardcore. I, I'm a. I'm a devastator. I, <laughs> I crushed my whole family. They had no shot. 
I, uh, I was playing with my younger 21-year-old nephew, and uh, as the picture told, also oh well. Uh, we won one of them, and we lost another one. Uh, my nep- niece's boyfriend came, and he was just, he was, he was basketball shooting. He was shooting overhand. I'm going, this is not even really bag. And he was sinking everything. And you know, it's like following beer pong rules. So if you sink the same hole without capping it, game over. Yep. They did it twice to the other members of my family. They, they kept hitting the same hole over and over and over again. Like, you sons of bitches. That, I mean, that's that's a strategy. You may not win with it, but it's a strategy, and they, they were winning. So go to brewbag.com and order your brewbag system today. Also sponsored by Rosie's Draft Solutions. Hell yeah. Steven, tell us about Rosie's Draft Solutions. Now you're on the spot, buddy. Oh, man, you put me on the spot. I, wasn't I even... do. You're the one that's going to be reading their shit from now on. Yeah, well, he didn't let me do it last week, so I figured you would wait. Yeah, you're on. Well, Rosie's Draft Solutions out of Patchog. Um a father and son team uh, that own it. They do some of the greatest stuff. Uh, total draft cleaning for uh, breweries for home. If you if you have a kegerator, they can clean it. They can set it up. Uh, if you don't have a kegerator, they can get you a kegerator and set it up. You do full systems. Um, if you're looking to open a restaurant bar or a brewery, they can put a whole system in for you from nuts to bolts and clean it every two weeks like it should be cleaned. Um, I had the, uh, right when they first, up, first opened up, I was using them over at Barrage Brewing. They got, the guys did such a great job. Again, Rosie's Draft Solutions, uh, rosiesdraftsolutions.com. And use our promo code uh, when you're going to get your service, your equipment. Uh, type in the promo code WART, or when you call uh, Nick, tell him uh, the WART sent you, and uh, he'll gratefully give you 10% off your service hardware, equipment, or any other need that you might have. So go to, uh, yeah, rosystraftsolutions.com. We're also sponsored by vintagebeertshirtclub.com. God damn, it's a lot of words in a website address. But yes, vintagebeertshirtclub.com. And he's wearing his Buffalo beer shirt. There it is. Pretty sweet. Ah. It's a, uh, it's a, yes, it's a vintage beer shirt company. Uh, Of course, when you go on and you place your first order, use the promo code WART, receives a percentage off. Uh, We are using the shirts that they sent us to give back to the brewers. And uh, we actually have just gave you guys pretty much our last shirts for our show. And so from now on, we're going to be using vintage beer shirts. Yeah, I saw you told you texted me the other day or email. Like I'm wearing it right now. I'm like, all right. We always appreciate free shirts. Of course. (laughs) (laughs) Most of my shirts are free. (laughs) I uh, we were talking to uh, Paul from Ghost Brewing Company uh, a few weeks ago, and I gave him the same thing, the Buffalo shirt, and. He uh, was on a double brew day on a really hot and humid day. And he goes, that thing saved my life, man. I, yeah, I burned yeah. through that shirt, double shirted it up and was clean for the way out. Yeah, so go to a uh, vintage fire. beer club. Dude, yeah. I used to leave, I used to leave clothes in my, in the walk-in cooler. So they'd be nice <laughs> yes. 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 That's a great idea. If you have a walk-in, <laughs> that's where you're going to leave them. We have to brew day. We would, you know, get changed, get our boots on and everything, put our clothes in there after the day was over. It is the most wonderful oh, feeling yeah. putting on cold shirts yeah. and socks and oh. yeah, especially <laughs> when it's been like 125 degrees in the brew house all day. Yeah. <laughs> You're fermenting faster than the beer is. Disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> so go to vintagebeershirtclub.com and get your unfermented shirts today. Use the promo code WORT and you will receive some money off. Also, uh, a couple of people we want to mention out there. Thanks a lot uh, to Will over Brewers Hardware for supplying the brewers with uh, 
parting gifts uh, and also some swag that we got, which isn't a lot, but we'll kind of wait to the end to give that out. And then, uh, you know, Will was supposed to come on the show tonight, but had a previous engagement. So he's going to come on another show so he can properly introduce Brewers Hardware for all your, uh, I guess, brewing hardware needs all the way from <laughs> home brew systems uh, up to large capacity needs. Go to brewershardware.com. And of course, if it's a promo code type in Wharton, if you're talking to him on the phone, tell him the Wart sent you. He'll appreciate it because he listens and he's a good fan. And he's a good dude. Yep. Also want to say uh, thank you to uh, uh, Tap Handles. Tap Handles supplying us with these Tap Handle adapters. Not these, but the ones that we've pretty much already given out to all our friends and uh, folks with a brewery. And then, of course, uh, Jeff Hartwell for Hartwell Woodshop for supplying us with these. Rich Mahogany needs. Go to Boom. Hartwell Woodshop. <laughs> I'm Patchog, Long Island. And I think one more is Tavor. Go to Tavor.com for beer right to your door. It's Tavor.com. And go ahead and throw the promo code. You know what it is by now. If you don't know what it is by now, you're not listening to the show, go to Tavor.com, type in the promo code WORK, and receive a percentage off your order. And now, since we went through all that shit, we can actually start doing real shit. Enough of the old drinking. shit. Do some real shit. And which includes drinking with our buddies, John and Sean from Two Villains Brewing yeah, up true. in Nyack, New York. All I've right. had the uh, pleasure of being there twice now. Uh, Steve came with me last uh, a couple days ago, right? It was Saturday. And uh, we'll stop by again. Things have progressed. So I really want to start talking about that. Um, and, of course, we, you have a lot of new releases and new stuff coming out since I was there the first time. So even in like a short month, I think it was only three or four weeks in between visits, a whole bunch of shit has changed. Yeah. <laughs> Before we go into all that change, uh, give us the, uh, a bit of history about it. I know Steve has his questions. We were talking in the car on the way up and the way down and yeah. stuff he wants to ask. Um, and Pete, of course, always has his knowledgeable intellectual questions. About what, Pete? That's overstating it a bit. All right. So there. <laughs> uh, give us a little history about the brewery. Tell us a little bit about it and then see what's going on. Um, up to, lead us up to today from where it started. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. um, so uh, Sean and I have been friends for about what, 13, 14 years. Yeah. Like that, 15 years. I, I've lost count. Too long for men to be friends, I think. <laughs> and I, uh, yeah, we actually, we became friends working in the, in the restaurant industry. Um, you know, we, we were serving together, bartending together. We were each other's bosses at certain places. <laughs> uh, but we always worked well together, and we always enjoyed um, kind of like the, the hustle and bustle of, of that scene, working in, you know, anywhere from kitchen to uh, front of house. And uh, throughout the years, um, you know, we always shared a bond over – uh, uh, craft beer as well. Sean was yeah. actually one of the first people to introduce me to it. Um, he he made me one day sit down and, and face an entire uh, bomber of Eric and Bastard. Which was, yeah. I love the label. <laughs> oh, so, oh, yeah. And it, and I remember I was uh, I was so blown away by it and also a little grossed out having never really <laughs> drank anything that, that bitter and aggressive before. But uh, yeah, from there we always, uh, you know, we had drank this, everything. Yeah, uh, we, <laughs> any beer that came across our paths at that point, because this is like 2006, maybe five. Yeah, four, yeah, something like that. And then there wasn't a lot of options in craft beer in the craft beer scene, especially in New Jersey. But um, we were always like pushing every restaurant we had, like, let's this is give me the future, guys. <laughs> like, Buy more craft beer. Trust us. Yeah, we uh, we're very into it uh, early on, and uh, and 
you know, cut our teeth on like those West Coast IPAs and double IPAs, the the green flashes and and it was it was awesome. It was it was like a thrill to chase because it was great seeing stuff from like you know other side other parts of the country you've never seen before, especially Stone. Um, you know, every time I saw something from Stone, I immediately had to buy it and try it. Didn't matter what it was. Yeah, and uh, the labels. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, yeah, that, that kind of just pushed us towards uh, being curious about how it was actually done, how it was made. Um, and there was one day at a at a job, uh, I worked at a car dealership and absolutely hated it. And uh, one day- <laughs> Does anyone enjoy it? I always feel like uh, everyone's miserable and they just want to shout at people. You know, I, I, I feel like some people must. I mean, you know, it's if you're a salesperson, I guess you can like yeah. fit into any, any sort of uh, industry that has sales and-, and be good at it and enjoy it. Was catch a popsicle salesman you always hear so much about. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And uh, those guys. <laughs> uh, well, yeah. One day, just being bored and and just reading stuff online about home brewing, I decided to buy a home brewing kit. And uh, and Sean and I were, were roommates at that time, and and I told him, hey, you know, I, I bought a home brewing kit. Let's uh, make some beer. And uh, it kind of started off like that. We we made our first batch. Uh, it sucked. Yeah, um, <laughs> as it should. Yeah, uh, it was a brown ale. Uh, I can't remember the kit, but uh, we thought it'd be neat to throw a bunch of maple syrup in it. And <laughs> that one batch, not knowing anything about yeah, anything. not knowing anything about fermentation yeah. or, or you know, and sugars and uh, yeah, it it, it kind of woke us up to the the trials and tribulations of brewing pretty pretty quickly. Yeah, waking up the next morning with a, a carboy. Pretty much, mostly yeah, mostly exploding in a closet. Uh, <laughs> oh, in the closet, of course. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, and we and we tried to save it. We still drank it. We yeah, bottled yeah. it. We did the whole thing. Throwing and, strainers, uh, making sure there's no plastic pieces <laughs> sitting yeah, in it. No sediment. <laughs> Turned it through a sock into bottles. It was just terrible. But uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> just sounds quite out. sanitary. <laughs> one by Nothing one. Nothing strange there at all. Bringing it out. <laughs> uh, no, from there it it just turned into an obsession. We. Uh, we tried homebrewing like once or twice every single week. Um, yeah, before you know it, we just had all summer. Like, all right, now we have like four for like glass carbons. <laughs> yeah, all my little kind of students started going towards equipment. Um, we, uh, you know, we did it for a few months and and we were really enjoying it. And we we thought to ourselves like, you know, hey, like what what do other people think about it other than our friends? Like, what would somebody that's not maybe a little bit biased towards us? What would they say about our beer? Friends love your beer, even if it's oh, bad, yes. it's free. It's free, yeah. Yes, exactly. It's, it's an unconditional love because it's free <laughs> and it's given to them. Yep. <laughs> uh, and, and our friends enjoyed it and, and, you know, we believed them, but we wanted to kind of expand, uh, you know, our, our knowledge of it by getting some, like, professional criticisms of, mm-hmm. of what we were doing. And, and, and meeting other homebrewers, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. Um, we wanted Was to there a, a homebrew club in New Jersey at the time? There was, yeah. but... We um we didn't really join any um but they there was a restaurant at the time that was doing like I or like three times a year four times a year or so they were doing a homebrew competitions it'd be like here's a style of beer oh, that's cool do whatever do whatever you want yeah and, uh, huh. that's where we uh where we kind of started entering some early batches uh, I believe our maybe our sixth or seventh batch. Uh, was entered for the first time ever. Yeah. Um, you know, it was still partial extract. So we didn't totally really know. Bottle conditions, yeah. only undercarbonated. It was <laughs> <laughs> People would accept it, but uh, 
uh, our whole thing too was we always liked we were very inspired by Tired Hands at that point. Ah, okay. You know, we we used to go down to the brew pub all the time, and we loved the the innovation, the the kind of weird stuff that they were able to do, and 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 we really appreciated um, you know what they did down there, and we wanted to kind of emulate that as, as homebrewers and and just be a little bit different and weird and stand out. Yeah. Um, and yeah, our, our first uh, beer was a brown ale. It was a brown ale competition. It was brown with uh, cinnamon, coffee, vanilla. And, uh, you know, we made extracts and, and we went the whole you know, full nine yards with it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, we were happy with it. We entered it. We were nervous, but it was, we, we were pretty confident that, you know, get some good feedback. Uh, and then we ended up winning an award, uh, which was great. Nice. Yeah. Um, it was a huge confidence booster in that, in that regard. And, uh, yeah, and what, we stuck with it. And What year was that? Thing. Um, uh, this is like five, five years five ago. Years ago. Yeah, so about yeah. 2014, 2015. Yeah. All right, so you're in the swing of things at this point. It wasn't really early on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, we were a few months in on the homebrew on the homebrew side. I mean, we've been drinking craft beer for a while. Yeah, this is really like, yeah, exactly. First. We knew we knew enough about beer at that point just from like drinking so much of it and really like. <laughs> <laughs> and really like looking at like what well, sounds bad it's it's good yeah, yeah, yeah like like seeing like paying attention like knowing like oh like i know i like galaxy hops when galaxy hops is like a new thing like that people were really like using at the time or like figuring out why you liked certain beers over other beers like just in general like you know what is like like personally like i'm not a big fan of belgian beers i drank a bunch of them I'll drink sour beer from Belgium. I'll drink saisons from Belgium, but yes. doubles, triples, quads—they're not for me. Mm-hmm. And I know that yeah. because I drank so many of them, and I'm just like, I don't get it. I don't. Yeah. It's not, you know, Pete's Pete's the the Belgian. That's my fucking jam. <laughs> <laughs> doubles, do. triples, some quads, saisons. Oh, saisons all day. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. For me, I mean, for me, it was more the the doubles and the triples, but then I, I latch onto ones that kind of really stand out. And, and Yeah. Uh, if it's a good beer, eventually you'll kind of, yeah. Shoo away some of your personal vibe. <laughs> what are your favorite Belgian saisons? I'm, I'm probably lacking in uh, some good ones. I, I've had a few, but I would, I mean, saison DuPont to me yeah, still is like forever. Never always never yeah. had it, which yeah. I feel like is a failure on my part. <laughs> yeah. um, that is truly like, the epitome. If you if you want to make a beer, if you yeah. want to make saison, you try to make it like saison Dupont. Oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I don't know. I don't know if is Cantone are they? Cantone, yeah. Are they Belgian? Are they Dutch? I don't know. There's some. They're one of those. <laughs> but they make pretty good. They make good saison. European saison. Yeah. yeah <laughs> For the yeah. whole continent. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, like we. No, getting back to the homebrew thing, like we just basically tried out a bunch of stuff and early on knew right away, like we were going to like be good at making certain things that we were drink that we liked to drink, to drink. So like, you know, we were big on other half, like at the time and like, you know, we were getting started getting Lawson's beer at the time and Alchemist uh-huh. beer and yeah. Fiddlehead and the hazy IPA thing was just like starting up like to King a lot of like movement, I guess. So we're like, all right, let's just try to be like, make really good homebrew like like that, and then like, yeah, we always, what do we, what do, we do to do that? Yeah, right? we always use these these places as inspiration. Um, you know, we would try to find uh, different recipes that were similar to the ones that these big guys were using, and these popular beers, these sought after beers, and 
we were always trying to kind of chase that with our home brews. And then we also were influenced by, uh, you know, again, like other breweries, um, like Tired Hands that did different things. Yeah. And uh, they actually really, I would say a combination of them and, and uh, drinking Saison DuPont and even uh, Hennepin by Alma Gang. Mm. Uh, all those Saisons. My and, favorite. And, yeah, and those yeah. funky Saisons that like Hill Farmstead and Tired Hands were doing. They, they really, yeah, yeah. They opened our eyes up to... Um, it kind of expanding out and then even doing sours as home brewers and yeah, stuff. Yeah, I mean, we've done, we did open fermentation uh, beers at, as home brewers just because we like, we're like, why not? Like, yeah. we know that we know how to do it. Like, it, it make you know, we read the science behind it. Um, oh yeah, so so going back again, going back to the home brewing thing. Uh, you know, we entered a, a bunch of competitions. We we won a few awards. Uh, we entered some state. Uh, uh, state fair competitions. New Jersey State Fair. Yeah, uh, we entered a couple different saisons because that was just something that we were really trying to focus on at the time, and uh, you know, won a bunch of awards for that. And that, and and it was great. And we knew we were onto something. Uh, we we always wanted to open our own like restaurant or bar, just being in yeah. the industry together for a long time, working together. We knew that we worked well together. Yes, yeah, so. and uh, so this is it was kind of the natural evolution of things. We we were like, okay, well, you know, what if we opened a brewery? Um, you know, what if we did this? You know, as our career, as our as our main job, and uh, and you know that that thought became a uh, a pursuit, and you know we tried to apply to different breweries try to get in on, on the ground level anywhere. Um, and then one day we were, we were actually helping judge a homebrew competition and uh, Joe and Pete from Brick City. Yep. Uh, Shout out to the homies. Yes. <laughs> uh, they were sure. attending the competition as well. And, um, you know, we had a really nice time talking to them about the, the industry, you know, in its current state and different beers and what we liked, didn't like. Um, we opened a couple of our homebrews for them and, and they seemed to really enjoy them. And, and it wasn't, more than two days later, uh, <laughs> they got back to us and said, you know, we have a couple openings for, for an internship. Um, mm. Guys yeah. are interested. This was like six months into them being open. So they're like, you uh, will, you know, you can drink free beer and work in a brewery. Yeah. So, like, Sold. Yeah, all right. <laughs> yeah, it, wasn't, it wasn't too much of uh, convincing on their ends to get us in there. But, what uh, the hell else am I doing? Of course yeah. I want to. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it was great. They, I mean, they – they taught us the, the hard way, which yeah. was just throwing us into it. Our, our first day on the job, uh, we were brewing a rye IPA, 68 rye. It was never, it was never brewed before. Yeah. Um, they'd never done it. It was the first time writing the recipe. Um, so stuck sparge. Uh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. That was a nice eight hour lauder. It was the original, uh, <laughs> the original, Brick, City, the original Brick City was uh, a five barrel, four, four vessel system of two mash tons next to two boil kettles just ran with pumps. Yeah, the second brew system is yeah. clean. Um, <laughs> yeah, the mash out by jumping on top of it. Yeah, those, those were the oh. worst. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it got stuck and it was like a seven hour brew day. Yeah, seven hour, <laughs> like, yeah. That was like, no, just the, the that sparge. sparge was about, yeah. And uh, no, that, that sucked, but uh, I never felt more accomplished after that brew day. Yeah. And then just kind of being thrown into one like that. And the next day we came back um, clean some kegs and it's just kind of a normal day, but, uh, we knew we were totally into it at that point. And, yeah. and, and uh, we just kept showing up. Yeah. Time. We just kept showing up every, uh, every week we, we went in once or twice a week for about a couple months. And then I said, screw it. I quit the job that I was working at the time. And, uh, and I just committed, you know, full time to them. Um, 
And uh, I worked there full time for about, I want to say a year and a half before Sean came on yeah. uh, full time. But uh, overall, yeah, we were there. We brewed with them uh, for four years. Wow. wow. Yeah, that's, so, a, that's a long stint. Yeah, it was. Yeah. And, and the best part was, is, uh, we got to go, kind of grow with, <laughs> yeah, we, grow with the company. Steve, um, Steve's banner keeps falling down and keeps turning around. I was like, what the fuck? What yeah, you some flex tape. yeah. You got scotch tape on it. What do you got? <laughs> get you some flex tape, Steve. Yeah, you need the flex tape. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I was saying we started out with five barrel systems, a five barrel fermenters there. And then by the time we left, it was like a 10 barrel brew house, fully automated three 30 barrel like tanks and like we were like all right time to go <laughs> leave this place and go back to being small again <laughs> yeah, yeah no, don't you miss uh, the automation yeah uh well i mean it, it was it was kind of bittersweet because like i really loved the manual cycle brew system and like yeah. we i mean we brewed on it for two and a half years some of uh my favorite beers even still to this to this day um were brewed on that system and uh you know, we had, uh, I mean, we had some pretty memorable like brew sessions as well, where it was kind of like all hands on deck. We, uh, yeah. every year we released a bourbon barrel aged stout called Silk City. And uh, we knew that it would be very, very difficult to get it to 10% without doing double mashes. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, but I uh, ended up being four mashes to fill a tank yeah. and we brewed about 48 hours straight. Yeah, it was in the middle uh, of August. Middle of August. <laughs> Yeah, we all took turns. Uh, Sean and I worked a couple of red shifts and stuff, but it, it was pretty, it was pretty hot and pretty weary. But uh, it was awesome, and like, and I mean, that just kind of you know, proved to us that like we really did enjoy uh, yeah. doing what we were doing. And, and when you when you brew on a system like that, after and when that beer finally comes out, yeah, drink it. You're like, yeah, man, you feel accomplished because well, exactly, yeah, definitely, you know, yeah, yeah. You know the hard work that went into it. <laughs> Yep. Yeah, and then, and then, I mean, it, it was cool even seeing, again, like Sean was saying, you know, when we left, we were on such a, a big automated system yeah. doing 10, 20, 30 barrel batches. It was, that was also pretty amazing in its own right, uh, just kind of producing that much work at yeah, once, um, learning things that we, we didn't know. Yeah. I don't uh, have my soundboard. I was waiting so for that fucking... I know, I don't have the soundboard, so I can't, can't play. Usually I have the soundboard every time someone like says the, work. I like the mouth noises. It's like um, the guy from Police Academy. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> uh, I know his name, too. Crap. I always yeah, thought I was like that guy. Michael something, right? I believe. Uh, Michael something. Oh, now, obviously, I have to Google. Yeah, yeah Pete yeah. will come up with it. He's our you know, fact he, checker. Google boy. I feel like it starts with a B, uh, but it's not. I want to say Murtaugh. But it's not Murtaugh. No, 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 no. It's not yeah. Murtaugh. Or Riggs. Riggs. That's also legal. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's, you're just not having a good day. It's too humid out. That's what it is. That's it. It's Michael Winslow, isn't it? Winslow. I think you might be right. Mm, but I thought that was the guy from Family Matters. Nah, but I think that might actually. Yeah, it's Carl. Michael Winslow. Oh, it is Michael girl? Winslow? Not to be confused with Carl Winslow. Carl oh, Winslow. Character. There you go. <laughs> nice. He didn't have a, uh, uh, See, uh, like a nickname? Was that in Chicago? Was uh, Family Matter set in Chicago? I believe yes. it was. One of Chicago's finest? Yeah, yes. he is. It was. And then, also uh, with Die Hard 2, he's also Chicago's finest. Yes. yes. No, exactly. That's Die Hard 1. Same, Same character. character. Yeah. Same character. <laughs> <laughs> we, have a lot of, we have a lot of weird movie and TV theories. About How crazy would it be if they really, like, acknowledge the crossover? Yeah. And, like, he comes <laughs> home and he's <laughs> telling... Yeah. 
That was uh, he's telling yeah. Urkel about how uh, Riggs. Urkel. <laughs> oh fucking. He's like, one time, he's like one time McLean. He like yeah, exactly. killed a guy in an airport. <laughs> took him. John McLean took on an entire building. <laughs> Crazy. You guys Sorry. have you guys have a, a cool name uh, because of what it actually means. It actually doesn't mean you know you're gonna go off and, and pillage Nyack. Um, <laughs> it well, actually has some meaning behind that. So <laughs> when you guys, <laughs> when you guys almost actually got the, during quarantine, I think we did. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> got close. Got close. Yeah, it got pretty rough and tumble out there. But uh, no, the name is uh, is a, a couple different meanings. Uh, we grew, both grew up huge comic book nerds. Um, you know, always kind of rooting for the bad guys, and it was always like badass to like the the villains and yeah. those comic books growing up. And uh, uh, also, we are big fans of hip hop. And there is a uh, MC out there named MF Doom. He has a yes, I know MF Doom. Yeah. Yes, he has a, uh, an album with uh, Madlib called Bad Villain. And in their intro track, they speak of two villains, and we always that kind of just resonated with us. We yeah. thought it was like a like a nice, cool, obscure reference, um, and it kind of stuck. I mean, we we used it as homebrewers to kind of <laughs> just like drum up uh, some fanfare i guess before because we i mean we always knew we were going to have this brew we, we were that set out to get it done so you know we were like well why don't we just start calling ourselves this and, yeah. and uh when we uh, we'd have elaborate setups when we home brew, <laughs> yeah. we're matching yeah sure you know the oh, whole man, yeah. uh, um but yeah no i mean we we always stuck with the name and and during our last year at bricks uh we met up with our now business partners um and uh at the time, we were kind of looking for an area that we could potentially uh, break ground and, and put a brewery. Uh, originally, we were looking up in Kingston, uh, just because we just really loved the area up there, and, and we, we could see that the town was kind of on an upswing. Uh, and, and they so have we a beer cool. world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they had like Keegan in the in there and stuff already. So yeah, and beautiful town right on the water. And uh, funny how that worked. Yeah, out. exactly. <laughs> We, we were looking up there for a while and, and our now business partners were like, well, we, we have a, a bar down in Nyack that we're looking to uh, kind of rebrand, do something new with it. And at that point in time, uh, Sean and I had a business plan going that we'd kind of gradually been building on. Yeah. Uh, and everything kind of clicked, everything kind of lined up the way it should. Uh, the town had just zoned the area to house a brewery. It, it never had had one before. That hurt doesn't hurt. No, it really doesn't. Uh, I mean, they, they welcomed us with open arms. And um, they were the first initial meeting with the town couldn't have gone. Yeah, uh, yeah. They're like, they're, they're basically like, well, you tell us what you should be doing. And I was like, oh, okay. You're the experts. <laughs> we came over like, we're like, all right, here we have, we have the answers. And they're like, what do we do? <laughs> no, we were, we were very well prepared. I mean, uh, also, you know, thanks again to, to Joe and Pete uh, from Bricks as well. They, you know, they, they really took us under their wing with that. They, they knew from the get-go that we wanted to to have this and wanted to start this. Yeah. They, they supported us. They, they, we told them, you know, when it really started rolling, we we're like, dudes, we're going to leave like in a year probably. Yeah. And then it'd be like, hey, it's six months. And we're like, hey, we're going to leave in like six months. <laughs> <laughs> And they let us work, you know, they, until the very last day. Right? Yeah, you know? we were, uh, I mean, for probably like three, four months, we were crossing over, you know, finishing up a brew day or, yeah, or and packaging going up day, there and like, going up to Nyack, watching, uh, you know, looking over build out, going over plans, going yeah. to town meetings. Um, 
but it, it was a pretty streamlined process. It was, it was awesome. Um, you know, very few setbacks. Uh, you know, we got, we had the tanks in pretty quickly. Um, and we made do with this uh, awesome space, this awesome old building in Nyack that was uh, formerly Bourbon Street. Um, yeah. Is it coincidence or did you guys plan to have a comic book place right next door to you? Total coincidence. Total coincidence. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> the first time we saw the space, we were like, oh, okay. Oh, that no. makes sense. When we showed up on Saturday, I'm like, hey, wait, <laughs> you guys are in the comic books, and right next door just happens to be a comic book place. Uh, and they're great. And they're great. They're, they're great neighbors, too. So. Uh, and that's a constant question, too. Like, oh, can you guys do something with them? And we're like, no, we're, we're completely separate businesses. But, uh, but no, they're awesome. They actually, um, so in our in our brewery, we have uh, bathrooms with walls lined with comic books uh, that we meticulously added on ourselves. Yeah. But uh, those guys, like they were super generous, supplied us with bins and bins of comics. And uh, you know, they were always, and, and our neighbors on the other side, uh, another restaurant, they were super helpful and, and kind of, you know, welcoming us and, and getting us situated. And uh, no. Was, you ever think of doing a collab with the, the comic book store? Uh, I mean, I mean, we definitely are. Probably at some point, yeah. We were, uh, we actually had a whole bunch of we had a bunch of plans, yeah, bunch of plans and stuff to, to do different like themed nights and have them involved and stuff before. Yeah. That'd be cool. Fucking yeah. COVID Comic night. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but like, I mean, you guys have been there, I guess. So, I mean, you don't when you see that space, it's right on the main street. Yeah, so it's big windows in the front, and then you know, I don't. I don't know. You guys haven't been inside yet, though, right? You just no, Steve and I walked in. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. So yeah, I mean, that was a full renovation. I mean, that that we rebuilt that bar from the ground up, basically. Wow. Uh, yeah, it was solid. We were talking even about the tables that uh, what was his name? Gabe? Was it Gabe that was? Who's the bartender? Dean. Uh, Dean. Sorry, Dean, I knew yeah. it was yeah. Uh, Dean. Gabe is the bartender and our good friend at Bricks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was like, oh, shit, Gabe was there? <laughs> I'm, so, I'm so terrible with names, and I had to repeat your names to myself 15 times before I made sure I got it right tonight. No I'm just so like bad. Just like the clothing line, man. Listen, if it didn't say your name in the corner of these boxes here, I'd probably forget because I'm terrible with names, too. So. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I sometimes forget her name, and that's, that's <laughs> crazy because I, I, I helped birth her. So, um, Yeah, I mean, yeah, it, I mean it's like, a big, big space, which looks nice. It's open. You got the big uh, garage doors out front. Uh, Dean was trying to put those tables down, and he was, he's a decent-sized dude, and he was yeah, having yeah. a tough time getting them over that ledge. Oh, oh there's yeah. all the tables inside have all come from like one tree, basically. Yeah, they were all really. Uh, yeah. uh, I can't remember exactly what type, uh, type of tree it was, but it was a woodworker out in Pennsylvania, and we just kind of found them on Google. We we're like, hey, you know, we want a 28 foot bar and and a bunch of uh, communals and two tops, four tops. He's like, no problem, uh, and did a killer job. They look great. Yeah. Um, it really gives a nice feel yeah. to the building, which. Um, I mean, the building itself is, is beautiful. Uh, when we kind of gutted it, we we unearthed a lot of old beams and old uh, brickwork that you know had been there since the 1800s, and and um, a lot of history behind it. So it's a really, really? awesome space. Yeah, yeah. All the all the brick on the yeah all the brick on the uh, on either side of the the tap room um, was original. You still see the wooden spacers in between the bricks. Yeah. Yeah, and. Uh, and the location too. I mean, like that Bourbon Street was like a an institution in that town. So, 
Our now, was it, is the town known for something? Is it a, uh, a community town? town? Is it, <laughs> it's a, it's a, it's a big party town. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, they're they're kind of shifting gears at this point. It's very, very artisan, very music forward, very, yeah. uh, very mom and pop centric. Yeah. A lot of uh, smaller businesses and, and, um, and a lot of really great people. Uh, a lot of awesome neighbors to yeah, both sides of us. Pretty much we're friends with like a lot of the business owners in town. And yeah. They're all pretty awesome. Yeah, um, you know, and we got that there. vibe when we came up there. You got the state parks there, yeah. almost like yep. surrounding you all over the place. Big, big, big yeah. state parks, lots of tourism. Um, yeah. and it's a great town. You come down the hill, great views, you get to see the uh, there it is, his paper canoe. Um, yeah, you get to see is. the bridge, <laughs> nice. the Tappan Z, yeah, uh, as we still call it. And I'll never, I'll <laughs> never get used to Mario Cuomo Bridge, no, no, no. especially when you're florist up the block, it's still called Tappan Z Florist. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I said to Steve, uh, they didn't change their name, so it's still tapping yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, to It's just like kind of like a town that, especially in Rockland County, where it's always been a place where people seem to congregate and because uh, it's a big walking town and everything. Yeah. So I think that really like helps having a brewery there because people are like, they're walking around, they're like, oh, hey, here's a, here's a brewery. Like, I like beer, like something, you know. It's not just like going into a bar, into like one of the other bars that are there. It's like right. here's this uh, we were we were there a couple of weeks ago with my family. Um, my wife and I got a couple of beers for the street because the I guess the town relaxed the laws, so you guys can at yeah. least serve a little bit. Yeah. Um, so I'm I'm not joking. Probably three different people asked us where we got the beers, and we're right there. We're right. I said <laughs> right there in the open door where it says Two Villains Brewery. Yeah. And like, oh, that's a brewery. I go, yeah. But I said they also have a full, full bar, so go. You know, if whatever you want. I'm sure they'll you can take stuff yeah. to go. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, uh, the locals are still kind of adjusting to it. It's, I mean, they've never had one, so uh, it, it's a, it's definitely something new for them. And and I mean. You know, Rockland's starting to really blow up with breweries as well. Yeah. I mean, we have our buddies at District 96, uh, New City, you know, maybe 10, 15 minutes away. We have Defiant Brewing in Pearl River. Um, Industrial Arts. Industrial Arts, Arts yeah. And, and, uh, and the list goes on. I mean, we, we're surrounded by a lot of uh, other great breweries, but we're in a town that's never Lawrence had is right so. across the river. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And um, so for a lot of people, it's, it's like, it's different. You know, they, they think we're a tap house with craft beer. But, uh, you know, they come in, they see the tanks, and they're like, oh, well, I guess you guys make it here. You got a lot of, you, you guys make this here? Yeah. yeah. We got a lot of that. We actually had a, a guest uh, ask us once if our tanks were there for show. Yes. Uh, <laughs> that's where we store the dead bodies for people who have dumb questions. <laughs> that's what we bring down. <laughs> that's where you keep all the hand sanitizer. That's yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's all we do. <laughs> it's a lot of hand sanitizer. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, uh, it's I the know, COVID I, vaccine. We're just waiting for Bill Gates to give the approval. <laughs> give us a thumbs yeah. up. <laughs> yeah. I did notice the bar. Just going back to that, because I, I noticed it looks like one big solid tree that is yeah. one big solid it's piece. One long piece. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Much like everything, much like all the big, like all the tanks and everything was brought in through the, the windows. Yeah, <laughs> right through the front. I mean, you have a back, you have a kitchen, obviously, and we'll talk about yeah. that in a little bit. But um, there's, there's no really street access back there because when we no. did our u-turns because there's a bunch of one ways around there i'm yeah. looking I'm like there's really no like alleyway there's no way they can get anything in the back so they had to get in the front yeah, yeah we we uh we took all the the tanks equipment to the front yeah. and we take all of our grain in through the back and it's it's quite a process so yeah. i was just going to ask that who's the poor souls that have to 
Uh, yeah, right here. <laughs> Depalletize de and repalletize everything, every single yeah. green order. <laughs> yeah, we're we're gluttons for that for that kind of stuff. Are you, that's yeah. punishment, so. are you guys considered a farm brewery? Uh, uh, no, we're, we're group yeah, group pub. Yeah, so we have a group pub license, um, huh. which gives us, uh, I believe, a capacity of eleven hundred barrels a year, something like that. Now, now so. with with the brew pub license, you could only distribute a small amount, a small percentage yeah, out. It's so, so much though yeah, that it's, it's like, you would never hit it. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> uh, the size we're at, it's like, well, we would never hit that number. Like, and, you, and and of course, with the rules, the way they were over the pandemic here, it wouldn't have mattered anyway, because it's still, no, no, even with not. just only beer to go sales. Yeah. Distribution kind of went out, like we were only lightly doing it anyway, because we had the tap room open and right. at the right before, the quarantine happened, we opened the kitchen. So we're getting, moving all the beer pretty much through the bar. Oh, and you, you, the you kitchen just ever... opened? Yeah, the yeah, kitchen we were... opened on Valentine's Day. Just <laughs> <laughs> <Best> in time. We opened November 2019, November 15th. Yeah. Uh, we basically just operated as a uh, tap room just for the beers Full we bar. made. Full bar and tap room uh, for the first four months. And then we just put out like party mix because that was our food. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Some that's party mix that kind of, <laughs> it was it loopholed us into uh, being able to, to serve the beer. And yeah. uh, no, and it was great. You know, we, we were, you know, building up the brand, building up some recognition and uh, the kitchen came out and it, and it came out pretty strong. You know, there was a really good response to the food um, and the beer and the food kind of went hand in hand. It, it was a perfect marriage and, and, you know, and uh, everything was was kind of looking pretty great, yeah. and then we were gearing up for like street yeah. fairs, everything. Yeah, and then lockout lockdown happened, which kind of uh, threw a wrench in that for for about a, a month or so, and uh, we didn't brew for almost like five or six weeks. Yeah, oh. uh, yeah everything was uh, kind of uncertain. We didn't, we weren't really sure where we would be, uh, especially being so young. And um, I mean, we kind of just said, you know, fuck it, we're gonna we're just gonna keep brewing and keep trying to push the beer um we, how many taps do you have in the uh, tap room um, eight eight yep that's a good solid number yeah yeah, yeah. and, and we, have five, well, we have five fermenters two bright tanks so eight seemed like the perfect number yeah, yeah. yeah. Just learning everything we did from bricks we you know we we scheduled out ourselves to kind of stagger out beers and and have a good amount of different variety and options on draft for people um but uh, I mean, even even then, once we started brewing again, we started filling up our draft lines. It started going that much faster. So we were running on a few weeks where we only had maybe two or three beers on draft. Um, and then we, you know, pivoted to a couple other things in addition to the beer. We tried selling groceries to help out the, the community. Yeah, we heard. Oh wow. Yeah. 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 So that was like, wow, that's cool. Yeah. No, it, it was it was interesting. You know, we would be. Filling out people's grocery orders and uh, and you know throwing in three crawlers in with it yeah. and uh, or you know a fried chicken sandwich with it and, and uh, wish I had that I want my uh, <laughs> fried chicken sandwich give me three crawlers with that boom yeah exactly yeah pe people loved it and and they were grateful and, and we were happy to to help out in any way we could um, and uh, you know and, and we jumped around we we did the grocery thing and we did deliveries which we'd never done. Um, yeah. And we were doing it with an insanely small staff. It was uh, Sean and I, uh, Kelsey, who you've met, our general manager. Um, we had Pat, our one cook slash delivery guy, and uh, Dan, our head chef, and Mike, our one bartender. And 
it was our that was our raggedy you know little yeah, group that were uh, yeah our quarantine group and uh we were there every day and and we just we wore many hats you know we, how big was that for new york state to allow you to do to door delivery and things like that i, mean, yeah, I think that was great yeah. for every single yeah, every yeah. Single place that yeah. Allowed that. i mean do you think that's going to stick around after like, uh honestly, you know that's going to be around in six I months think, i think that it has i think it should and yeah. i think that i think that all brewers should go to their state governments and demand that it does yeah i agree I even like the fact that I can get deliveries of beer from somewhere else. You pay a little more, yeah. but if yeah. I could get your beer delivered to me, I'd pay the extra fifteen dollars. Yeah, and we ship like it right to my front door. Shipping and stuff too. Like we didn't yeah. do the shipping too much. We were just like, if you're a knife, we'll do it. Right. Like, um. But yeah, I mean, I think that's a huge. That was a huge thing for everybody. I mean, the fact that and then nothing happened. Nobody. You know, we weren't selling beer to little kids on the street and stuff. Like, you know, it, was like, is, it wasn't like. Is that a 2021 uh, program you guys are looking to spin yeah, up or? Yeah. Well, no, we'll, well, yeah, we'll have the kids. No, we'll have the kid in the, the kid in the double, the double kids in the long trench coat. There you go. There's a shorter picture of your, your, your newborn with the stroll with two cans of beer in it. <laughs> Serving the community. Yeah. Out of the year. <laughs> Happy Father's Day. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, that, that was pretty big for a lot of people, especially down here. You know, our ability to, to just walk by the brewery and yeah. take it right out the front door. Yeah. And then if I, like really in the midst of hell, uh, late March, early April, I was getting delivered to my door from my local brewery. They were doing those you know, within 20 miles or so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there it is. Crowless. all day. Um, and yeah, I mean, it was huge because I was just still uncertain and, and really uneasy about being sure. around other people. And that was big. And then yeah. as it slowly dissipated, I felt better about traveling and picking up door to door. And of now, course. you know, as again, as it keeps dropping and keeps getting a little easier, um, you know, phase two for you guys uh, was already in, right? So now you're so, yeah, phase, phase three now? Phase three phase starts, three I big, believe, yeah. tomorrow. Okay. Um, so we're, I mean, our, our kitchen right now um, is only uh, Thursday through Sunday. So we're only going to have our indoor seating those days. Um, okay. It just gives us a little bit of a reprieve since it's, it's just a few of us working every day. Um, you know, more and more of our employees are coming back uh, little by little as everybody kind of settles back into this norm um but uh yeah it's 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 weird there's a lot of restrictions guidelines things that we got to follow is uh, it very clear i mean I, I hear a lot of people responding saying it's i wish it was clearer about it, what exactly it's very clear it's yeah clear. It, it it's kind of like just a, an overall overall like hey you should be doing this but you don't have to there's, there's required <laughs> things and then there's optional things okay yeah. They're like, it would be nice if you did this, but you don't have to. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. So it was like weird, like less people would die if you did this, but you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but that's your choice. I'll see you. <laughs> they also sent you like a weird, like open-ended, like essay thing where it was like, these are the guidelines that you should be following. State how you would follow these guidelines. <laughs> You're like, <laughs> how would you like to follow these guidelines? Why don't you just tell me? You just told me. I don't know. <laughs> Why don't you tell me how you would like to be? <laughs> it's like the town. They just like, you tell me what you want to yeah, do. Well, yeah. I, I want to like have it. a party on the roof. They're like, fine, get a party on the roof. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's basically what happened like uh, in the beginning with the whole lockdown when we started like just selling people beer out the window. Like, 
eventually like somebody called the police on us and a police officer came up from town. I was like, hey officer, how's it going? And he's like, good. I'm like, oh, and I, I get a beer? Just got, he's like, I just got called. He's like, I just got called because, you know, somebody called, so I had to go see what was going on. I don't, you know, there was like four people outside drinking beer. He's like, now I can see that nothing's really going on. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, man. What do you got on tap? You totally Jedi mind tricked him. Are you guys allowed to do this? Are you allowed to do this? I'm like, you yeah, tell me. Yeah. He's like, yeah, I guess so. Guess so. <laughs> <laughs> These are the people you'd like to see drinking. <laughs> Nothing to see here. Yeah, I, I mean, they. I think everybody kind of understood that we needed to keep the lights on, and uh, yeah. you know, and and we always made sure that people kind of kept their distance and people, you know, yeah. played by the rules, but also we weren't going to say no to, to somebody who wanted to drink beer. Yeah. Especially because it's all like people from town. Yeah. I'm not going to be like, you know, this might be the only chance this person got to go outside today. And I'm like, yeah. I'm not going to tell him he can't have a beer. Yeah. <laughs> beer, man. Yeah. I it just like, biked 80 miles. Up, but I was like, I was like, you can have a beer over here. They'd be like, <laughs> I look the same way because I'm looking... unmitigated joy. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, we pull up and I go, are those, are those people drinking outside? I was just going to take beer to go. And she goes, yeah. I go, I, we walk up and I, I think Kelsey was there. And I, 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 is it okay? She's like, yeah, you just go right there. Like, <laughs> well, we got this this past Saturday. We were there at 1130. Yep. And because they already opened up the windows, people like mulling around like, Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. Especially now with the table seating, like it's, it's they, they just jump on it. It's been, I mean, it's been great. I mean, you know, they they um they did this whole like they tried to do this like basically a social experiment on us. They closed down the street of the whole like the whole main street. Oh, yeah. did they? They wanted the businesses to to make some money, and and since we were allowed to have the outdoor seating, you know, we have the town itself has street fairs in the summer. They okay. close down Main Street. They close down the one cross street. Yeah. And they allow every business and food truck and what have you kind of set up. And, uh, I mean, maybe 10, 15,000 people show up every year for these things. And, and then, uh, but this is like, they're like, oh, we're like you celebrating the fact that we're like in phase two. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. They called it, they gave it like a, a fancy title, like Nyack Summer Nights. And, yeah. you know, and, and it was kind of made to be this like picturesque, you know, outdoor seating in the street where, where there's six tables are six feet apart and there's, yeah. you know, a reasonable amount of people in each an establishment. Uh, and uh, by 10 o'clock at night, it looked like Mardi Gras. Oh, out yeah. there. <laughs> people uh, just losing their shit yeah, trying to get out of the house. Yeah. People in town. We were like, let's see how it goes, <laughs> you know? Like, we're just getting out of this whole lockdown thing. People are probably still be afraid to go out. And then I'm like, yeah, I think at 8.30 at night, I looked at, down the street. I was like, oh my God. Yeah. People <laughs> are taking uh, uh, wind cycles across the uh, the Hudson to try to get to you. Yeah. Oh, Steve. Oh, Steve. I think his phone probably just died. I saw his lighting going in and out. Um, I, I, it's an amazing thing that these towns did to kind of keep the businesses going. We saw the same thing happening here. We have uh, a couple of major. We're in uh, Suffolk County, New York. I'm in Suffolk. Oh, okay. Pete's right over the border Nassau. in Nassau. So oh, okay. we're within like 10 minutes of each other. We're really close to each other. Um, but there's some major hub towns around us, Farmingdale, Patrick, Babylon. Oh, and they yeah, proposed yeah. that shut down Main Street thing, which still hasn't happened. They used to do it, and they called it uh, a live after five. And they'd well, set up like so a, the, the thing is, for the, for the phase three thing, the municipality has to provide the, the, uh, the seating, the, the oh, tables and chairs. Oh, yeah. So if you're, you know, restaurant A 
if you had seating in the in the in the seat in the street, that would count as like in-person dining, which wasn't allowed. So the wow. municipality would have to go out and buy or rent a shit ton of tables and chairs to wow. give hundreds. to the restaurants and bars. Jesus. Hundreds and hundreds of them. Why, why so our mayor was like, mm, "No, fuck that." <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, ours. Uh, uh, Ours was well received by the, the public, maybe not so much by the town. Uh, yeah. Didn't happen the week after, but they're they're letting it happen again this week, so we'll we'll see what oh, happens. Nice, all right. Yeah, I mean, yeah. there wasn't anything like in the news, local news, that said because of that X, Y, and Z got the, the virus. Yeah, or, or yeah, major. yeah. There was nothing. There was nothing really negative. Uh, you know, uh, that's good about it, other than the fact that there were so many people there. I think that was just really the only concern. But yeah, I mean, you could see, you know, how bad people want to want to be back at, at oh. local breweries, at their local, you know, tap rooms. And I mean, even us, you know, we we used to always take our days off and go visit our buddies at breweries, which we which we do now. But um, you know, we used to sometimes be going out to uh, Pennsylvania down to Tyrants, going to try. You know, we go there for jobs and and oh hey, welcome back. And he's back. <laughs> um, Phone yeah, did not so connect I mean, road. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I could see the 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 kind of urgency in, in, in people's faces, like when they when they come out and they uh, you know want to sit down for beer and food. Um, but uh, I mean, it's it's an interesting thing, and we're going to keep adjusting, uh, uh, kind of as everything else adjusts around us. It's fucked up time. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh, there's the other one. There's the second one. Here he is. The hey, buddy. Bar. All right. We'll see you later. Is dog eat you yet or what? No, he's, he's still in one piece right now. Does he have all his fingers and toes? So far. So far. All right. I didn't say so far. Yeah, see. What did he say? He said, I, I didn't say so far. Hey. There hey. he is. What's up? What happened? Yeah, my, my, my computer just like decided to re reboot itself. <laughs> it's time to do an upgrade. You got to upgrade Windows 98 to uh, Windows 2000. <laughs> Windows 98. I use the Mac. I use the Mac. Know, I'm just kidding. Well, then you got the new Catalina instead of the El Capitan. Catalina, Catalina wine mixer? The wa fucking Catalina wine mixer. You got it. Catalina wine mixer. I, uh, We're strictly 80s Billy Joel. Yes. Okay? <laughs> Great title for a beer, too, by the way. We had a um, we, we had these... Uh, guys come in um, to the studio from Ambassador Studios. Uh, they are doing a film called In Hops We Trust. And one of the uh, girls on the team actually grew up within a few blocks of your brewery. Oh, so nice. when we posted the announcement, she, they immediately texted us like, oh, Ruth is, it lives a few blocks away or still does maybe. Mm. Um, I think they're headquarters for the studios in New Jersey. So yeah. she's an opposite commuter than you are or were. <laughs> And, uh, you know, they, they had very good things to say about the beer, which was the first oh, thing man. that I was excited about. Uh, when we went the first time, mm -hmm. I, uh, I picked up um, the Citra Blonde. Nice. We drank that on the street. Delicious. I love Citra as a hop. So it's a single hop, I would assume, correct? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, everything from the, the Whirlpool to the dry hop. Yeah, all yeah, Citra. 100% Citra. Um, so it was it was awesome, and then I was able yeah. to get my hands on uh, Laser Eyes IPA, uh, Laser it's God, Laser God, Laser Eyes, Laser Eyes, yeah. there we go. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I like don't think our name's easy to say. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> this there could be worse. Ah, Steve's coming. Oh in my God, are there going to be twin Steves? Because he's going two angles. There's one that angle. That might be too yeah, hard for me to handle. If let me drop your other Steves. one, Steve. Yeah, please. All right, on, let me. Uh, I might I might fly out of my chair. 
That guy. There we go. Oh, there you go. <laughs> okay. You get double angle, Steve's. <laughs> um, yeah, we, and then, you know, the, that IPA, when I brought it home, I said I couldn't contain myself. Um, I needed to drink a crawler of IPA immediately. It was delicious. Uh, these guys. Uh, I'm liking it. Yeah. This right here is, I just love the Kolsch. idea of the Kolsch and it's, it's dry hopped. Yeah. 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 Which I, you know, uh, when uh, we had Barrage open, we were doing a lot of uh, IPLs. A lot sure. of, you know, yeah. God, I miss those. IPLs. And uh, I just, it's, the beer is so crisp to begin with and it has that really nice sweet malt flavor. And then now you got these really great hopper omers and flavors right on top of it. So yeah, yeah. This is a really great job, guys. Really Thank good. Thank you so much. Up. Yeah, no, we um I'll crack that one open next. We we have a, an affinity for hops and we like to to kind of put like a little dry hop twist on a lot of different styles and, and obviously you know your your IPAs and pale ales doubles. Um and we also just really love you know, clean beers, uh, Pilsners, you know, Kolsch's. Um, and we we are, had already done a Kolsch. Uh, we were happy with how it came out. That was pretty much really just super traditional. Yeah, just, uh, you know, everything about it. That's what, I mean, this has that, it has that traditional Kolsch flavor, but. Oh, yeah. With, you know, with the added hop profile, which is. Yes. Yeah. Dumb question, is, is Kolsch a lager? It is not. No, it's an ale. It's uh, Okay. Yeah, it's fermented at, at uh, lager temps. Um, you know, we still give it a, a diacetyl rest as well, uh, just like, you know, you would with a lager. We still condition it out. With this one, I mean, our... our do you do a, a step mesh? You know, do you do a... Uh, no. no, no, we, we just do uh, a typical uh, single infusion mash. Um, but we do some first word hops okay. uh, for, for it. And... Um, you know, we use German uh, Kalista and Ariana, which, um, you know, we hadn't used before, but we heard good things about. And uh, it kind of, and we also threw it in the dry hop, and then it does impart this, like, kind of tropical berry yep. citrus note um, that was just really pleasant when, you know, we were trying it out of the tanks. Um, but, uh, yeah, we, we just kind of wanted that little bit of flair to a Kolsch, something... Uh, it's 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 a really good beer. I could drink that in the summertime, man. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that that was our intent. We wanted yeah. it to be just the perfect beer to sit poolside with, or just on a on a warm day, just crushing nice. things down. Uh, now, you guys going to be uh you know really hop forward on on the majority of your beers, or you're going to do uh, you know some stouts, some porters? Uh, well, yeah, I mean, so far we've yeah we have been, but also we've done a lot of like cool like saison saison beers, like we did um. A lemon uh, saison, or grisette, sorry, lemon grisette. We did a dry hop saison, and mm. we did the orange and green tea saison. Oh, nice. Ooh, that yeah. sounds interesting. Yeah, I mean, um, you know, we, we loved making saisons home brewers. Uh, we love mixed culture, and we're not quite set up for that yet. So we, we do these, you know, cleaner saisons. Uh, and we do adjust pH. We try to make it a little bit uh, tart. Um, how, is, how is the water profile up in Nyack? Uh, insanely hard. <laughs> Good question. Because I, I was yeah, going to say upstate really water usually very hard. Yeah. Really hard water. Everything gets uh, calcified. It's it's gross to ever drink it from the tap. But uh, <laughs> no, we we treat it. We um uh, we treat pretty much every beer, uh, and we adjust it to style too. So you know our New Englands have our have our uh, you know one ratio over the Kolsch even. Yeah. Um, and we, we play around with it, um, even with 
dark ales and, and going back to um, what you're saying being hop forward um, we tend to kind of lean in that direction for a lot of our beers um, we know they sell well we, we enjoy drinking them ourselves yeah. and we just uh, try to make them not ipas yeah we, we try to kind of <laughs> add a twist so we like i, to I like the curl the curl the colch is actually delicious because of that dryness to it yeah yeah take on it yeah yeah, the blonde ale, the blonde very ale similar. drinks like you know drinks like a pale ale basically. Yeah. And, um, and our actually our one flagship beer, uh, Harmonic Resonance, it's a cream ale, and uh, that is also lightly dry. Hopped. Yeah, lightly dry hopped, <laughs> but uh, we use Mandarina Bavaria, and uh, it just gives off just this like nice subtle uh, citrus note to you know sure. otherwise very clean beer, and and you know we like kind of giving that little bit of uh, an extra twist on things. Um, uh, but in, in general, uh, we like to give a lot of diversity in our draft list. Um, you know, we like the hoppy stuff, but we, we do love the saisons, the rosettes, um, pretty much anything sessionable. Uh, you know, mm. Is that kind of what you guys are going for, those some lower ABV beers? On the- I'm I mean, trying to sneak as many in as we can. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> as I get older, that's that's getting to be more appealing. Yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. I'll, I don't know about you guys, but like when I got into craft beer, I'm like, well, what's the most, you know, what what what'll get me, you know, drunk as quickest? Sure, yeah. yeah. Of I and told myself I didn't like. Comes along. Yeah, oh, and then yeah, the triple well, comes along. Yeah, yeah. I, I told myself I didn't like IPAs, but I'd always drink Optical Illusion from Blue Point because it was like eight oh, percent. Yeah, yeah. Years ago, it was double like, IPA. Give me the most bitter, most yeah. alcoholic I want to IPA that I can get. Well, that's also how I got into like the Belgian styles because you know a lot of those like doubles and triples were up there in ABV. Sure. So less yeah. calories, more effed upness. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I mean, win-win, right? Yeah. Did now, you guys? Uh, I know I left for a minute. Um, did you guys explain a couple of things here? Uh, paper canoe. Uh, what are you guys doing on this, huh? Oh yeah, yeah. Can we talk about that. Our approach. Are you canoeing this? What are you doing <laughs> yeah, over here? Yeah, yeah. This is, like, gonna, this is the COVID madness, man. <laughs> 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 yes, yeah, so this beer is actually uh, it, it's an homage to our head chef Dan. Um, oh, I see what Dan's all about making good yeah, food. Yeah, yeah. yeah, well, we're all we're all kind of in that same boat. So to first say, he wakes uh, and then he bakes. I know how cooks work. <laughs> oh, okay. I don't have the can. So uh, get, okay. You don't I'm have it with you? Trophy. I gave you one. <laughs> I, it's in the fridge. Oh, you son of a bitch. There, you go. Yeah. Oh, there, there it is. Oh, okay. <laughs> there you go. Um, Swing better, better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so on these, on these like really rough days, uh, we always kind of, you know, bonded over, over a smoke, mm-hmm. uh, as they say. And, they, um, and uh, our buddy Dan, or our chef Dan, was always known to canoe it. Every time. Every single time. Canoe <laughs> what it, I... It burns uh, on one yeah, side more than the other. Thing. Thing. It, burns, uh, to... it burns in such a way that it looks like uh, it just boat. burns unevenly. <laughs> yeah. 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 It burns unevenly, and uh, and we always just kind of poke fun at him for it. And one day we said, uh, you know, Dan, we're going to brew a new beer, and we're going to name it, you know, after you in some way. And, and... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. there was there is no fault, uh, Mike, uh, Mike, uh, Pete, because uh, scientifically speaking, it's nobody's fault that it canoes, unless you're <laughs> the one that packed it or you're the one that rolled it. But even so, you know, you got to kind of evenly distribute the heat, just like in a cigarette, if you don't keep moving it or in a cigar. Alcohol has always been my drug of choice. Okay. So, uh, you guys know Dave Krumholtz? Yeah, one of our best friends in the world, man. Yeah. Yeah, He's the homeboy. He's going, hey, check out John's guns. These guys are geniuses over here. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. He's uh, he's definitely one of our best friends. Cool. Uh, Actually, so. 
um, we're going to be releasing a beer uh, <laughs> named after him, named after him uh, just because we love him so much. But uh, the beer is just called Dave. Dave. It's based on the label. <laughs> it's going to be a, a triple IPA with uh, Galaxy, Big Secret, Nelson, uh, Citra, and Mosaic, I believe. Wow, so you really like him. Yes, we do. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> but that sounds awesome. Yeah, no, it was our, it's actually so being so small, we, we haven't really had access to some of these uh, more like glamour boutique hops uh, yeah. as some of the bigger names or, or people that have been in it longer. Uh, contracts were a little harder to come by for us in the very beginning. Uh, especially because we opened right after harvest so um we we were we saw that a, a couple of different uh third parties had these hops that we've been looking for and we we jumped on it we got pretty much everything we possibly could <laughs> and uh we kind of were just like you know what fuck it let's throw them all into a beer together um you know we know it'll turn out well yeah. we've used all of them before at bricks and uh and yeah, I mean, the especially whole, with the canning thing, it's just like, yeah, uh, yeah. The, the canning influences a lot of these bigger, hoppier beers coming out. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, and that uh, that's just one of a few that we're coming out with. Um, we've just kind of been brewing every week, just brewing up a storm, trying to fill tanks up as, as often and as quickly as we now, can. Now, now, I don't know if we. How big is your system? Five barrel? Uh, seven barrel. Seven. Barrel. seven. Seven yeah. barrel, yeah. We have five seven barrel tanks and uh, two seven barrel uh, brights. It's a great, it's a, it's a great system. Shout Stouts? Out to, uh, no, it's a well, it's a brewmation. Brewmation makes the yeah. makes all the panel and it's an all electric system. Oh, okay. And then, okay. Stout, and then yeah. it makes all the tanks. They're actually aren't they're they're from upstate, aren't they, Brewmation? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, they're they're pretty local and. Yeah. Uh, it turned out one of our partners knew the owner from like back in their bar days. Yeah. And then reconnected and he's like, Hey, I make brew houses. And he's like, Oh hey, I'm a brewery. <laughs> Sold. You're yeah. wearing a yeah. Brewers Collective shirt. Aren't they also on an electric system, Mike? Yes. I think, right? Yes. Uh one yeah, the brewers. I think yep. uh, that's rare on the island, right? Steve? Dubco's original system was electric. Hmm. And then they obviously now they have the, the larger system, but they still yeah. have the small one. They do, you know, small oh, pilot batch, pilot, uh, you know, unique stuff. Yeah, uh, I mean, it's, it's, a great, it's a great system. I mean, it's it's automated where it needs to be, and it's you know you have to turn a lot of levers too, so it's great. Yeah, it gives us, it gives <laughs> us a little that little bit of hands on that we kind of crave, but also there you go. where we where we don't want to break our backs. Yeah, and uh, and and it was our first time working with an all electric system, but it's it's been great. Uh, you know, super easy to maintain. Um, and yeah. I mean, really the only reason we went with it was, was space. Uh, we had nowhere to put a boiler room. It would have sure. just been, it would have been and too great too much. Direct flame after using it for so long, it bricks not, was not yeah, good yeah. option. Uh, the, the space is limited. And the space but, too, it would have got so hot in there. Um, yeah, cause we always knew we were to have the, the, the tap room be a restaurant as well. And, uh, yeah. and the electric works, it, it, you know, it's, it fits well in the space. It's, it's, not super loud you know we boiling your guests is probably frowned upon in the restaurant industry i would imagine yeah, yeah probably but uh it's great i mean we're we've been able to like brew with people in there eating and stuff before so yeah. it's it's really cool and it, and it adds to the experience too for people that go there, yeah, where people just okay, yeah if you're chowing down in our burger and you're getting yeah, and there's a beer being brewed right there that's yeah yeah it sounds awesome yeah i mean <laughs> we've had a lot of customers come in from uh because they smelled the you know the wort outside and, and sure. they're like oh going on in here yeah. <laughs> where they see cleaning tanks and then i have to explain to them why i'm doing this <laughs> like 
What are you doing? You the tanks are just for show. What are you doing? <laughs> Not real. <laughs> it's, it's all, it's all yeah. a very elaborate puppet show, I swear. <laughs> And that at nine o'clock, they're actually that would be the, the puppet show. <laughs> That'd be the ultimate villainous move if we were just the faces of two villains. <laughs> so, so you guys uh, built a bunch of uh, these these concepts along the way from your home brewing to Brick City. You yeah. created foundation and flagship beers. You mentioned one before. Are there any others that are recurring so far, or which? Yeah. Which beer has been probably the most created or made uh, over and over again since you guys have been there? Um, Harmonic resonance. Yeah, the cream ale. Uh, definitely the, the cream ale has been uh, very, very widely accepted and uh, people really love it. They, they, Which is crazy because it's yeah. not really a cream ale culture right it's now. It's not. It's no, not. Because look at our location, man. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. You got tons of people coming in that have no idea. They've heard of craft beer. They think it's all IPAs, and I'm like, well, this is a craft beer. Yeah, I think, I think the combination <laughs> of that, I think the combination of that, and and uh, the fact that there's some dry hop to it, and uh, okay. and that it's a style that you don't necessarily see too often. I think even like the avid craft beer fan, you know, they see a cream ale and they're like, oh, you know, what? I'm, I'm gonna give that a shot. I haven't yeah. had, you know, or seen a cream ale in a while, um, and uh, it's just like a really nice, simple beer. You know, you don't have to put too much thought to it. It goes super well with food. Um, so it's True. definitely been a, a really big seller for us, but, uh, I'd say on top of that, uh, our other big flagship is, uh, a double IPA called uh, a monument to all your sins. Mm. Uh, it is, uh, I believe mosaic citra, El Dorado and cashmere. Mm. Oh um, man. I'm such a big fan of cashmere. I, yeah. We absolutely love it. Yeah. It, the lemon lime kind of, uh, grassy, but, but, very still very tropical it's it's and it just has that dank yes that aroma that really yeah, dank yep, weed yep. style aroma i yeah, see why yeah, you like very, it so much <laughs> it's very unique it has a very unique flavor and like smell to it yes sure yeah and yeah, I, I, i'm a big fan of it it's really underused it's really actually not that expensive of a hop no no, no it's it, not very cheap it really goes a long way when you put it into a beer it you really don't yeah, need to add, accentuates a lot of cool like, flavors. Yeah, yeah, I mean, on, on its own, it, it's pretty dominant. It can get yes. pretty, pretty vegetal pretty quickly. Uh, so it, it just makes a really good um, kind of assistant to you know sure. some of the, the mosaics and citrus out there, and and uh, it complements them very well. Uh, it, it's a really versatile hop, and it, and I love it. I mean, the first time we used it, um, you know, we were blown away by it, and you know, we never looked back with. Uh, uh, you know, any recipe that includes it. Yeah. Um, I mean, the, the other big one for us is uh, Semor Hops, which yes. is our pale ale. Yep, Semor Hops. Which is usually, um, it's not a single hop beer. It's a beer that accentuates one particular hop. Yeah. It's, if it's, that makes sense. It's not a single hopped pale ale, but it's uh, it's a rotating series um, okay. where... Well, we, one hop has a dominance over yeah. the, blend of, the other blend of hops that we're using to make the beer taste the way okay. it yeah. Your percentages are just more of that than exactly. others. Yeah, yeah. Kind of yeah. highlighting highlight. that. And we highlight a specific hop in harmony with a couple other things. Yeah. Um, How often does that series come out and, and go around? Uh, Summer Hops number three will be coming out probably at the end of July. Yeah, it comes out every couple months or so. Um, okay. I mean, the, the last three months, it for us, it was really just about creating as many different brands as we could. Yeah. Um, kind of diversifying a little bit more so that 
we stood out um, and we didn't, we weren't just putting out the same three or four beers, especially with how the marketplace is now, you know, people want to check off as many different beers as they can. And, and at the same time, it, it gives Sean and I the ability to uh, try all these different recipes out, try all these different uh, ideas out. Yeah. I mean, the, the Citra Blondale, I've been annoying Sean for months to brew that beer. <laughs> I, I wrote it up randomly one night and then I was like, uh, yeah, I really want to make. You didn't let it go for like three months. Yeah. I was just like, all right, look, <laughs> yeah, we were, we were in a good place to to brew it up and release it a lot. Because like, like most people, I was just like, uh, I mean, who's gonna want that? Like, I, you know, we will, but like, yeah, especially being at Rick's, we saw we saw what what style sold and what didn't. You know, it, it yeah. didn't matter how good the beer was. You know, there's some overlooked styles and uh, and, and everywhere. Talking to all of our friends, it's like. Um, everybody's known for their IPAs and double IPAs and triple IPAs now. And that, I mean, listen, that's what the market wants. And, you know, we love them too. So we'll make them no problem. But it's like, well, we always want to like, well, what else can we do? You know, like, like John was saying earlier, like we'll make the cream ale that's a little bit of dry. We'll make the paper canoe. That's a dry up Kolsch. Cause it's like, Hey, if you like IPAs, like you should probably try, try this out too. Cause if you like hops, this is, we're giving you hops still, like, you know. <laughs> we're not denying you any hops. Yeah. We have all of the hops. We won't make you, what drink do you want? so many hops. <laughs> the town comes in, asks you what you want to do, and then you go out and you ask the customers, what do you want? We'll give yeah. you whatever you want. <laughs> all of the hops. Yeah. Yeah. No, they want all the hops. All the hype hops. Even like the, like, what's the vibe? I guess like now that's the second version, the pineapple oh, one yeah. we just put out. Well, yeah. that's, I wanted to talk about that because I'm, reluctant to crack that right this second because i've already had two beers and a beer right before this as i walk in on the block but i think i might have to have that did you and if walk I do, your dog and have a beer yes of course i do so that's a great idea why wouldn't you i mean i mean what I else are you gonna yet. do what else are you gonna do i mean I you know, pick up poop to, you hold the can and, and the leash and then you pick do up the shit. Poop? i don't know <laughs> <laughs> i uh so, uh, the, yeah, so which do i Right, know. so that's it. I can't do both. It's either the crowd go or the triple. Otherwise, I'm never going to bed and I'm spinning in my bed. Uh, I'm crowler, thinking I got to crack the crowler. The triple's, uh, the triple's dangerous. Uh, I, I remember the first night that we had in the Bray Tank, you know, we kept taking a little bit of a sample out, tried to see how the carbonation was progressing and uh, about a couple hours of that and uh, we definitely didn't drive home that night. <laughs> <laughs> No, you uh, just took a bike from the street and just drove just home. Thousands of bikes. They probably just leave them around too. There's just so many bikers. Oh yeah, yeah, man. They come with those bikes. Grab and go. You can just leave it wherever. Somebody else will come and get it eventually and ride it around. They <laughs> they call you ahead of time and they're like, "I'm going to be coming by at 11:59 <laughs> according to my GPS. I want you to hand out the window like it's a bottle of Gatorade." Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> right by. All right. I, I'm opening. So right. I just finished that the laser-eyed god. Uh, do I open from the brewers? Do I open the uh, the Kolsch, the triple, or the uh, dry hop blonde? Uh, I'm going to say the uh, the blonde. Yeah, I was going to say blonde too. I like the blonde. Tell me about the pineapple. Yeah, because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to crack it open. Let me finish my Kolsch first. It's, I always put yeah, an orange in there. Just, just give me, give us a rundown on it because this is really good, man. Thank you. Yeah, so, so what's the vibe is, uh, is our uh, Creamsicle IPA series. Um, and I was reason, just going to ask you that. 
Yeah, and, and the reason we call it a creamsicle, not a milkshake, which is uh, you know a very popular style right now or, or sub style, um, is because there's no lactose in it. Um, you know, a lot of times you see brewers and uh, throwing lactose into fruited IPAs to get that kind of milkshake, uh, you know, creaminess and that little that extra sweetness. Uh, we like to keep lactose out of uh, hoppy beers as often as possible, if not always. Uh, okay. Uh, Does it bring all the boys to the yard? Is that the is that the fear? Yes. Or? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, like, because we've done we we had done a couple of other fruited IPAs and double IPAs at the brewery, and um, there's the blonde. I don't know. We're just kind of like, you know what? We like these. We like the yeah. fruited IPA thing, but I'm like, you know, the lactose so is just so sweet. Yeah, and such a, uh, so then, what what would you what are you substituting? Are you doing milk sugar instead of lactose? What's well, that, that, is, that is that, that is lactose. That is lactose. All right. Yeah, wow. it's the fancy terminology for no, lactose. Fuck me running, huh? <laughs> Jesus. God, Mike, you're so fucking stupid. I, I wouldn't mind it from John and Sean, but then Steve's like, don't be a dick. You should know this by now. He's like my teacher. He's like, Mike, Mike, you've been doing this a while. You should know milk sugar is lactose. <laughs> no, I, um, we, to, to kind of get that similar flavor profile as a milkshake, we, uh, we use uh, vanilla, which kind of, you know, gives that kind of confectionery sweetness to it without kind of overdoing it. But the, the lactose always added that kind of extra little sweetness and, and, you know, the beers are great with them. You know, we brewed a bunch of them ourselves. We made a bunch of them and, yeah. uh, you know, put eight ounces still, in and you're still drink a bunch of them. Yeah. Yeah. Eight <laughs> ounces in and you're like, you're on the toilet and, uh, <laughs> and, and we know a lot of people. That's the uh, price you pay. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, it's a small price, but and also you got to think about the people that can't even drink lactose. You know? That's yes. true. And there are many of them out there. Yeah, yeah, and and those I, genetic I mean, mistakes. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's that, and you'd be surprised. Uh, many vegans will ask you immediately. Yeah, get the fuck out of here! Really, I would not yeah, have yeah, even yeah, thought of that. That was actually kind of, uh, kind of a joke with us. We wanted to use uh, the like the tagline. It's now vegan, because <laughs> <laughs> we we know that like um, yeah, a lot of vegans won't drink anything with lactose. But um, huh. no, I mean, I, I mean, it was just our way of doing a popular style, but with our just doing it our way. Uh, you know, emulating some sweetness without adding the extra sugar. How did uh, how did you add the pineapple? Uh, so it's an extract uh, puree. Okay. And uh, yeah, we added in uh, post fermentation. Um, we dry hop at the same time, so we kind of do both. Uh, prior to uh, racking to our bright tank, we then add a little bit more puree, and we add the vanilla. Uh, we let it kind of sit on on all that for about a day or two as we're carbonating, uh, and then yeah, it's it's just all pretty much added post fermentation. Um, to kind of preserve those those delicate fruit flavors that mm. tend to kind of ferment out, mm. um, and at the same time, like we we let it ride because we know that you know it's going to drop a few points probably yep. added sugar, and you know it, it does kind of impart a nice uh, uh, flavor um, when you kind of let it ferment out a little. Um, you get yeah, more dryness too. So yeah, 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 and and we're not afraid to have our beers be a little drier. Yeah, um, you know I know a lot of people want you know, 1040 finishing gravities on their stouts and double IPAs. Now, but, uh, sure. Sure. All, yeah. No, I definitely understand that. Yeah. I, I, I mean, for, for me, I like that little bit of dry snap, you know, that little, yeah. as you drink it, it's just, you, 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 you're actually, it's almost a mouthfeel. Yeah, definitely. 
Um, yeah, yeah. It's we we try our best to kind of kind of get that mouth coating, that palate yeah. coating and flavor that kind of oh. lingers. This was this is definitely a really good job. Thank you. Thanks, Very well done, uh, guys. Very we well just done. hit um, Instagram live. Craig, At Craig Atwood said, "What's up?" Bottomless Brewing Geneva said, "What's up?" Happy says, "What's going on?" Buried uh, Buried Acorn checking in, saying, "What's going on?" What's going on, Buried Acorn? <laughs> Uh, I think I've been there. Uh, Brewology is checking in. A bunch of people. Is that, a, is that a brewery, Buried Acorn? Yes. Yeah. Ah, okay. Yeah, sorry. Did I not say Buried Acorn Brewing? Oh, yeah. Uh, did I miss that part? Yes. Uh, New York State Brewery, I believe. Awesome. Um, I think they're on the Think New York, Drink New York app. If I'm, if I'm out of line, they can let me know. But they're saying, hey, they give me a little wave emoji. Hello. I go on every so often just to see what's going on. Oh, Paulie from Ghost checking in. What's up, Paul? Oh! Hey, what's, what's going on? Uh, I so like that he continues to post the guidelines for <laughs> phase two drinking in the Every story. Day. <laughs> I, I love that because you yeah. can't underestimate no. the stupidity of people. Oh, oh yeah. So I want to go back to that. that really quick because I think I, we talked a little bit about that. You guys are entering this phase three coming yep. up on Wednesday or would you say? Uh, right? so, so it starts tomorrow. We tomorrow. won't be starting until Thursday, but it does start tomorrow for uh, oh, right, mid Hudson said, region. Right. Um, so what, what guidelines or what are you guys doing at the brewery that is going to, at, at your best point, uh, you know, try to follow what you think? <laughs> I, <I'm, laughs> they're trying to do like what what are the the, the main points here on phase um, three for you i think i think the big thing is is yeah oh well um yeah we're, we're having people inside it's it does cause some concern for space especially like our group pub is a little narrower it's it's a bigger space but right um we're only going to be able to fit so many tables so uh for us i mean a, a big a big way for us to kind of kind of corral people and keep it uh maintained is by taking reservations and then right kind of giving our staff enough time to clean and, and, and do their thing. And, uh, you know, cause the, the big, the big guideline is the space, the, the distance between the wearing the masks when you're not seated. Um, those are the big things that we, we try to reinforce. Yeah. We're already used to wearing masks. Every, yeah. Every yeah. moment. Exactly. So like I, I saw like a post on worst beer blog, uh, like, you know, about some, posting a, a summation of a conversation at a restaurant where like some, you know, a patron got really pissed off at having to put on a mask. Is that, is like that a fucking problem at just for you guys? Like where people come in and are put off by, you know, I, I, I've been to a couple of shops. People are really put off by wearing masks. Like, yeah. yeah. Fucking new, you know, or something. So here's the thing, here's the thing in my opinion, second. right? We have to wear a mask. <laughs> What's going on with the world? So here's the thing. It's like, it's, you only have to wear the mask coming in, going to the bathroom, going to the bathroom and leaving, and leaving. Yeah. At any like a really, point, really low bar, right? I, like, yeah, yeah. Like at any other point when you're sitting down at a table, people act like, oh, how am I going to eat? You don't have to wear your mask. <laughs> you remove your fucking mask. Like, why is that like? I, need I don't to wear understand. My mask. The, he needs to wear his mask. We work here, so we have to, all of our staff has to wear masks. We have to wear gloves. Like, you get to be a normal person and just sit. <laughs> Go into my restaurant, wear a mask. It does, it. Yeah, that's it. Doesn't sound. I don't, like care, a heavy I don't care if you while you're, you know, while you're go going to the bathroom, you take it off. Just make sure you put it back on when I see you again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's tricky. There's like, there's a lot of weird 
just kind of gray areas with the guidelines and, and we're just going by what we know and going until someone tells us that we can't do it a certain way or to yeah. change it up or do whatever else we need to do. The six feet of space thing is not the worst thing, but it's like a lot of like, well, is it from six feet of, uh, from this to this or is it like chair to chair? There's been a lot of, table of uh, to... uh, uh, missteps in getting information out of people. So yeah. it's, yeah, but yeah. I, I feel like wearing a mask, like even like I, I don't know that it's doing anything, but it, it doesn't hurt me to 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 wear it. Like it's a minor oh. inconvenience. Yeah. So yeah. you know, if that's now the new social contract, whatever. If wearing yeah. a mask to fucking get a table means I can go out and have, like, get away from my kids for a couple that. hours. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Like, you know, that's I'm here it. for it. That's <laughs> the you, you can take that out right off. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, I mean, but, I mean, just as it was in the first day of lockdown, I, I mean, we're gonna we're gonna keep uh, kind of rolling with the punches. We're gonna keep adapting to the to whatever the situation may be. Um, you know, we we worked our, our asses off to get to this point, and you know, we're we're stubborn, and uh, we refuse to kind of kind of let go of our dream because of the, you know what's going on right now. And and uh, you know, if we have to follow guidelines, we'll follow them. You know, we'll we'll brew every day. We'll we'll brew and then you know, change clothes and come bartend and then we there you go. and in, uh, the, in the cold, in the, uh, the cooler room though, right? Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Take the phone orders in the walk-in. Yeah. You're a professional oh. brewer and you're not keeping your clothes in the walk-in. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> <It's funny. laughs> no bueno. Yeah. Don't you know it. <laughs> so uh, Bottomless Brewing in Geneva just asked to join our live uh, Instagram. I don't know how that's going to work. Uh, I'm just going to say yes, but uh, now they're not coming in. So I'm not sure what's going on. Try it again, guys. But I, I would have clothes in the walk-in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's probably what they want to talk about. How awesome it it's was. Neutral, those Swiss people. So, uh, uh, if they try to go back in, then I'll I'll just relay the information into the question because I'm sure they had a question for it. That's why I wrote okay. in the uh, feed. So I ask a, a question of uh, all the brewers uh, every show. So I, we were talking about it earlier. You guys got into craft beer early. And yeah. You were drinking a bunch of you know different styles. Um, so what was the first beer that turned you on to craft beer that you were like, wow, what is your favorite style and what is your favorite craft beer right now other than your own breweries? Oh, shit. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I would say that the first beer that I – that really kind of – turned me onto the whole scene and, and the whole thing uh, would probably be arrogant bastard. Um, I mean, after that first time I had it, I wasn't, I wasn't very fond of it the first time I drank it, but uh, you know, going back to it time and time again, I, I really formed a, a real the label like almost challenges you. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like if I don't you. like this, yeah. I must be some huge yeah. pussy that yeah, exactly. you don't is easily it. swayed by an ad campaign. Exactly. I better learn to like this. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, and, and it kind of, uh, it, you know, boosted our love for hops and for, uh, you know, bitterness. And I mean, even, even now, uh, with our New England styles, we, we're not afraid to throw a little bit of a, a bite to some of our beers. And that's kind of tipping the cap to those guys and, and, you know, saying like, yeah, we remember those West Coast styles and stuff. That's and, good to hear. That's yeah. Good. yeah. <laughs> you know, and we will be coming out with some West Coast uh, double IPAs and stuff oh, in nice. the future as well. Um, 
yeah, but uh, yeah, so yeah, Eric and Bass are favorite. Yeah. Um, that's the king, baby. I had one today. Good dinner. <laughs> nice. I had a, I had a party a few weeks ago, and there was just a can in my fridge. I was like, oh shit, all right. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't had this one in a while. Um, that was a big one. I mean, back then, you couldn't even you could barely find it in New Jersey. So when you saw that stone label in New Jersey, it was just like, you got it. Yeah, you got to get it. You know, yep. no matter what it was. But that was it. Um, what was the second one? Favorite style. Uh, favorite. So it it almost changes with the seasons. Uh, I, I have a lot of favorites, but I mean, if I had to really kind of dial it into one or two, um, it would go back and forth between pale ales and saisons. Um, I love both. Um, Ooh, that's a, that's a good combo. Love me yeah. a pale ale and uh, definitely both love good, me a good saison. Both good summer yeah. styles too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just, just sessionable beers. I mean, I, I, I tend to gravitate towards them any time of the year, really, especially in the warmer weather, but like, and and for for our love of hops in general, like I, I absolutely love IPAs and double IPAs, but you know I, I always find myself going back to like the paper canoes and the and the, the blondales and which is delicious, by the way. I really yeah. enjoyed that culture. Yeah. Thanks. I would say it's. A, I mean, we wouldn't be sure. It's Belgian styles. We know. Yeah, me and John wouldn't be who we are. Belgian drag all day. Yeah. Took it back. Uh, no, I mean, I wouldn't be, me and John wouldn't be best friends if I didn't say basically the same answer. I mean, I, I love, I love pale ales, IPA, pale ales, IPAs, Saison's. Uh, I could drink Saison at any, any day, oh. any time. Um, pale ale, I don't even know what, whatever we consider pale ales at this point, but which is tough because well, they're not they, what they, I remember. There's several yeah. versions now. There's American. I've had plenty of beers that are. Yeah. I've had plenty of beers that are called IPAs that are pale ales, and I've had plenty yep. of pale ales that are IPAs. At this point. Yep. So, I would say any hoppy beer that's hop forward that's five percent to six point eight percent. It's got the very specific. Yeah, very specific. <laughs> but if it goes six nine. Nope. Yeah, too, too much. Out of here. Yeah, that's yeah. Too much. And the I second letter has to be a G. <laughs> <laughs> but you're yeah, right. I, I mean, a question last episode uh, that was a huge flop, so I'm going to try it again. Uh, is there is there a craft beer trend that you that you wish would would go away? Uh, how much time, how much more time we have? <laughs> plenty. <laughs> plenty of time. Yeah, a half hour ago, really. <laughs> so, all right. I, not to say that I've. I think that they're bad because I've had some really, really good ones, but I would, I'm going to say pastry stouts. Um, oh boy. Shots yeah. fired, Steve. I gotta go. <laughs> See, no, so my, my thing with it is I, I love them uh, when they're, they're done well, but uh, I keep finding myself trying some that are, you know, 14, 15, 16% and, and just being like, well, Jesus Christ, this is just, When's it going to end? Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I, there's 30 adjuncts listed, and I taste maybe three of them, but, like, man, just, it's, it's, it's more like chocolate. Yeah, yeah, they all just taste like chocolate. But, um, <laughs> all taste like chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> it's, got, it's got bananas, cloves, and pineapple chocolate. Chocolate. <laughs> chocolate. Peanut butter. Baby <laughs> Ruth nuts. Exactly. Chocolate. Steve was um, sort of known for, uh, for pastry stouts, and... Uh, I was, was OG, super though. super disappointed when it, when when he closed down, but I I all I liked like his IPAs I thought were amazing like okay. that was 
those are my favorite beers to get out of Barrage. Oh yeah. Pastry stouts. I, I never, I, I, I don't know. It, too many adjuncts, I think for me, yeah. for in general, it, it, yeah. it always seems like work drinking. I think drinking sure. And, and again, like we've had some amazing examples of it and, yeah. and uh, you know, there's been some that I've absolutely loved and, you know, we've even made, and again, going back to just throwing a twist on things, we even made our own version of a pastry stout, uh, but it was six and a half percent. And, uh, and it was, you know, a lot. A lot of yeah, exactly. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing yeah. wrong with that at all. Yeah. And I believe somebody called it a, a, a mini pastry stout or a micro baby, pastry, a baby stout. pastry stout. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think, I think just overall the whole, movement that's in craft beer right now whether it's the pastry stout thing or the pastry sour thing or whatever it's just so much of just like here's seven different things in a beer and it's like well, well why am i what's the point of this beer i don't like you know like who's why drinking this beer who's drinking not, this beer? not germans no 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 Van it's like you almost it's not even that it's like you almost just like i understand a beer is supposed to be like a the mouth experience and a taste experience and stuff, but it's uh, to a point where I'm like, well, I just want to drink uh, dry hop Kolsch. <laughs> you know, like, I'd rather just have that. Yeah, man. If I see the the sediment from the puree lacing the glass as I drink it, then uh, I don't know what's really going on in that. I don't know if I if I could call still call that a beer, but again, no, not to not to just throw hate at it. But yeah, listen, in like three months we'll probably make. <laughs> yeah, one, yeah. So next week we're going to be your biggest seller, and you'll be like, that's why we're the villains, baby. You know, we know what's up. Two villains, the two villains. That's it. Or maybe uh, on one hand we have the middle finger, the other we're waving. So, <laughs> so, so we, me, and uh, Mike, we're we're talking. All right, so you're the two villains. If you guys had to pick each to be a villain from a comic book, what um, villain would you be? Are we only limited to comic books or any hmm. media? Uh, uh, what? By media, what do you mean? Like uh, movies? Like, like anime or? Uh, mm, yeah, you could go into movie. Entertainment, we'll say, yeah. Entertainment, kind of. Or, or political. Uh, no, no, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't. Listen. <laughs> I we mean, don't need any bad press. Hitler would be number one. Yes. He would be number one, yes. <laughs> Mussolini, close five. Close five. <laughs> Man. Um, yeah, just, to, just to go streamline, I'm going to say uh, Dr. Doom for in mm. terms of... Great answer. Yeah. And you didn't... Did you like uh, What's-His-Face's portrayal of Dr. Doom in yeah. Fantastic Four? It's never been a good Doctor Doom no, um, ever. Those okay. movies are so terrible. Yeah, that's because Fox had a hand in it. That's yeah. why. Man, you look at the the Fantastic Four movies and anyone's criticism of comic book movies ever, and you're like, well, yeah, that well, makes sense. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, honestly, honestly, I think the ones from the early two thousands are not that bad for when they first. Came out. Like, the first one is not that bad. The yeah. Second one, yeah. not good. I didn't like that one at all. Yeah. Silver well, Surfer. If you, at, if you look at the time frame, what else is coming out at the time? That's true. Uh, nothing. The X Men yeah. movies at that time were good. Yeah. They were. Yeah. Those were probably the best things going. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. what? 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 Are you guys, Marvel, DC, Dark Horse? Marvel, yeah, definitely Marvel. 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 Yeah. yeah. Right, so talk to me about because I'm I'm a big Marvel fan. I grew up with comics. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to wait till later to geek out just a few minutes. Um, <laughs> Sorry. 
let's let's talk about. If I was going to stick to comic books. My answer though would be uh, would be Apocalypse from. Oh. <laughs> Which was uh, not a bad portrayal uh, on the X Men recently. I mean, it wasn't really, terrible. I no, fucking hated that movie. Uh, it wasn't Apocalypse terrible. in the X Men, uh, like the X Men cartoon, cartoon from the nineties. Yes, true. Yeah, yes. that's true too. And I'll be I watched, like, I'm all far, the old man. And I grew up with those. And I said, how can they do this? And I, I got what they were going because they they teased it in Days of Future Past or whatever was yeah Days of Future Past. Yeah. And that was a really cool tease. I'm like, oh, fuck, we're going to bring back the Four Horsemen. And yeah, yeah, yeah. then it was like, oh, all right, they're going to bring in the new people to be the Four Horsemen. And then, oh. we, would, we would pivot into an entirely different podcast if I started talking about oh, yeah. <laughs> that. movie, like, solidified for me. Oscar, Oscar Isaac is not a good actor. No. Uh, like... No, I saw X Machina, good... and I'm like, oh, he's a poor man's, he's a poor man's Dave Crumholtz. Yeah, That's there you go. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but was... like the recent, the recent stuff going on with the uh, Marvel universe, and we're probably gonna get two this. But let's talk a, let's very quickly talk about uh, Captain Winter Soldier, WandaVision, and Black Widow with all of the uh, uh, Marvel-based uh, TV shows and films getting delayed and moved back. How do you think that changes the writers? Uh, portrayal of what the future movies are going to be because so much time has passed. People are going to want to, you know, what, what do you think that did to those TV shows and films? I mean, I know that they're trying to integrate the shows into the movies and like make it just this giant, just one big enormous storyline. And uh, I don't know. I think it, I think it was back. Yeah. Yeah. I I think that their solution to it is just kind of shoving everything back. Everything back. Also, also you got to remember that those movies currently when those TV shows come out, will all take place in the future. That's correct. So it doesn't yeah. even matter, like, you know, like production wise, yes, but like, so now we're gonna have like the second season of Falcon Winter Soldier or something like that when they make references to like coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> that's you true. You know what I mean? They're like, I'm oh, very curious to that, see what, that, what this that does took to place the... during the snap, right? So like, all of a sudden it'll be like, Damn, the snap happened and they had a coronavirus? <laughs> <laughs> Shit, life was terrible. I'm really curious to see what that what what it does to pop culture in general. Like when when do we start seeing references to coronavirus on uh, just regular TV oh, shows? Not necessarily like Marvel, just and from everybody. Yeah. Watch a movie and see like, you know, a crowd of people like, oh God, they're not social distancing. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking idiots. Oh, <laughs> yeah, you're, just getting, you're gonna start getting anxiety from seeing that's what was together. You need your base for like Larry David to come out with the first coronavirus movie. Yes, <laughs> that would be so good. Hundred that's gonna be fantastic. He's gonna do an awesome job of it. Just super like sarcastic. Oh yeah. my god. <laughs> I can't Put wait. Your mask on. Put your mask on. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Larry, Larry, what the fuck? What the fuck is this? Using the restaurant is coffee. He didn't even use his elbow. That's savage. (laughs) But you're right. I mean, it's going to start integrating into that, and I think it also has truly affected things. Uh, If if you look at the the timeline, that whole thing has been pushed back. I'm I'm really anticipating a Eternals teaser trailer coming up in the next few weeks because I have seen nothing. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> or, or I want to see like a promo with uh, Captain America, old Captain America, getting the antibody test at. <laughs> <laughs> He's just like, I'm Captain. America. Nope, I don't think I will. That's super <laughs> 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 protected me. No, you know, Steve Rogers would be 
you would have the most the best mask, dude. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you <laughs> have like an Iron Man mask that he just walks out. It's like yeah, walking out for years. That's true. Winter Soldier is protected forever. Whole thing. Him and Bane. Yeah. Yours. Yes. Uh, what what is your favorite? Not outside of the villains. What would be your favorite comic book characters of all time? Oof. Uh, yeah, I really loved Spawn when I was a kid. Yeah, yeah we were yeah, talking about that, Steve. Fucking love that TV Spawn show yeah. and the movie. That that was yeah, the movie's fantastic. Yeah, <laughs> phenomenal. Michael Jai White, worst best part. Like, yeah. yeah. Oh God, fucking John Leguizamo. Leguizamo has the Martin clown. Sheen yeah. for no yeah. fucking reason. Like yeah. what? Like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Was Great fucking movie. Seen, that was the best worst movie I've ever seen. By the way, oh, yeah. I love the soundtrack. The, oh, yeah. yeah. Well, it comes with that great night, like, mid to like, late 90s. Late 90s, mid 90s yeah, time, yeah, yeah. just like extreme metal and like, vi- and, like chains and skulls yeah. and oh, fire, yeah. like, in everything. Like Mortal Kombat soundtrack. Yes. Yes. Like, yes. Fucking <laughs> Mortal Kombat. The, w- the, the Attitude Era was st- just starting in the WWE. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> I, I, one of the things that I'm, oh yeah. One of the things I'm, I'm truly excited is to see that, uh, the Spider-Man characters crossing over here and there. So Morbius, um, and what was the other one that's slated? Yeah, let's see how that turns out. Yeah, you know what? I like the Venom and the Venom movie. Yeah, I thought the Venom movie was, was great. I'm looking forward to the second one with fucking, uh, what's his face is Carnage. Woody Harrelson is Carnage. It's going to be great. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure it will. Yeah, they definitely nailed it. Is the zombie one? Was Tom Hardy? I think so. Oh, yeah. So Woody Harrelson already knows how to work with that director. That's right. Yeah. Zombieland Two was fantastic. That movie was was so good. Both of them were awesome. Right, being that good. Yeah. The uh, the fucking the scene with Bill Murray in the first one. It's hilarious. I'm like, oh, I'm really sorry, Mr. Murray's like. Second one was good. I think it did that right after the end of it. It was how it all started, and he just fucking ass. <laughs> I, I think it's I think it's Bill now. <laughs> yeah, <it's, laughs> they call me Bill. Yeah. Uh, guys, following like the Infinity Saga, um, did you ever see any hiccups? Anything that you think that will spin off the timeline a little bit? What do you think? You think we're gonna have COVID. some some yeah? yeah. COVID, besides COVID, <laughs> I know. But In like, do you, you see anything like a, a a real big twist? Because I read the comics, I read the Infinity Saga sure, yeah, uh, sure. as a kid, and I, I kind of know where it would go. Do you think they'll follow that same storyline, or you think they're gonna try to dip the audience a little bit and and confuse them, but then bring it back? I mean, what well, do you think? That- I think I think they have a lot of work to do. Marvel, the Marvel Kevin Feige, yeah. the Marvel executives. I think they're gonna. They ended on such a huge note, and that I, th- I thought they ended yeah, that first I, arc so well that uh, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna take some like some proving uh, on, think, on their part to, to kind of. They're probably gonna have to account for a couple duds. Why? Well, I, yeah. I think WandaVision. I think WandaVision is gonna be the biggest part of the whole story. Really? Forward. Yeah. Without also. Also. Yeah. Because uh, I think that the whole show, from what I gather from what I've seen of just the trailer and what I've heard is just going to be about like her creating fake realities of like what she thinks her reality with vision should be and like and they show all the little like snippets of different tv shows and stuff 
And she's in the sequel to Doctor Strange. Doctor movie, Strange too, yeah. In the multiverse of madness. So obviously there has to be something that she does that Doctor Strange is like, all right, well, you just completely screwed up. Fucked everything the entire up. Entire multiverse <laughs> of like, because they've already discussed like there is, there is that like, because they did the time travel thing and they said like, you remove this one thing, it creates a whole new thing. So yeah, there has to be other things because like, how else uh, are they going no, to introduce, introduce the X-Men? Yeah. They have to come from like a different universe or is something. Is there a way that Kate Blanchett is not involved though? <laughs> no. I mean, that would just be great. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I think, you know, the, the whole end of Endgame with the uh, returning of the stones, they have to set that up in every single show or movie sure. at the beginning in order to set up that, that reality timeline. And then they're going to take all of that oh, and tie it back in. And, like, have them all reconverge at one point. Yeah, well, I know, like, certain things, like, I know, like, Black Widow takes place over after Civil War, I think. Been before Infinity, yep. Before Infinity, and I think Shang-Chi takes place during the the gap. Yep. I'm pretty the, sure. The blip. The, the, yeah, the blip. it takes place, it, that takes place between the five-year gap. And Eternals, so, like, Eternals is going to be, like, a thousands-of-year saga thing. Mm-hmm. So, I feel like... I don't know, man. I, I, at this point, Marvel could like, you know, film a piece of shit and like Spider-Man shows up and he's like, hey, and I'm like, oh, dude. Okay. Tom Holland, you're the best. $120 million opening weekend. Yeah, That's it. It's just two hours of that. And then at the end, Spider-Man just like steps in it. He's like, oh. Hey, guys. Hey guys, I'm from Look, Queens. a hot Aunt May. <laughs> <laughs> Just roll her out in front of everybody. Marissa Tomei. That was all about that piece of shit. Which I would love. I would love for them to do a Spider-Verse real movie, bringing back Andrew Garfield, Tobey Maguire, bringing in Miles Morales to then take the flame and move it forward. You, I think I, that would be a great... You really want to bring back Andrew Garfield? Yes, yeah, bring I, him back. Course, I actually... Uh, I was upset... Honestly, I was upset that the third one wasn't done because I always yeah. anticipate Those one, two, three. I think three. you're alone. Those movies were rough. I think you were the only person that was upset about that. No, I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> mind you, I didn't like them, but it did follow storylines that were relatively similar to comics that, you know, obviously a lot of them, you know. Um, I think we all deserve Paul Giamatti as the rhino. <laughs> yeah, it was stolen yeah. from us. I think we, I think we've earned that. That's yeah. true too. Yeah, you know, they only made it seem like he was in, uh, you know, he was <laughs> yeah. used his parts. Uh, he got, a, he got a sewer top in his head. So, so let me ask you, uh, Sean and John, do you guys drink beer? Um, <laughs> <laughs> this turned into like the fucking comic book podcast. I mean, honestly, this is again, this is no different than the things that we talk about. That's what we do over here. We 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 take it off the rails. Some of us have some some back information about beer, and other people have back information about comics. I don't know. Yeah, Mike, yeah, Mike was going on. hard with this. He was. Oh, dude, I can keep going, man. I I'm I'm such a conspiracy theorist with a lot of this shit that oh, I watch way too many videos of these guys online talking about like you know hints and and things and uh, first, some of them actually become yeah. true and some of them are like completely out oh, there like yeah. but you don't yeah, know they, until the film comes out it's true that's yeah. true well uh going back to the beer questions <laughs> yes what was, we drink third, beer. What, was, what was the third question I think again? It was, what, what is your go-to beer now other than what you brought oh that's easy for me that's gonna probably be either um musket haze 
or parking lot pills by Hackensack Brewing. Hackensack, yes. Yeah, Hackensack, yeah, they're awesome, dude. Those are my two favorite beers. Dude, right they're now. doing real deal shit. And I, I yeah. did the old uh, Alchemy Hackensack yeah. walking tour, <laughs> which is oh, yeah, uh, one uh, block. Elementary. Uh, I'm sorry, elementary, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What'd I say? What'd I say? Alchemy. Alchemy. Yeah, I didn't know it wasn't Alchemy at all. Like full Alchemist. You know, no, it wasn't even close uh, yeah. to shit. Yeah, yeah, elementary, the whole, like, correct. Five, was it like 500 feet or something? Yeah, it's, it's yeah, an, like, an right, amazing. So right, we're right, sitting right. in um, elementary and I, I, we were at a wedding or whatever. My wife and I were hanging out with some friends and they're like, yeah, let's go to elementary. All right, all right. Good time. Great place. Uh, bought yeah. a couple of things to go. And they're like, guys very well too. dude, I was talking to, yeah. I think it was the head brewer. He was just coming out of the back and I was like, oh, dude, cool stuff. I gave them stickers and everything. I was like, this is uh, awesome. Oh, cool. Yeah. He said, did you, did you go to Hackensack? So I turned to my friends. I go, do you guys know the Hackensacks around the block? They're like, no. And they live like within, you know, 10 minutes. Yeah. Oh, wow. Uh, we walked and within 10 minutes, not even, probably five minutes, we were in a beautiful place. Great beer. Um, yeah. I have pictures. I, I've been using pictures that we took that day of their brew house as the background of some of our um, – our flyers and stuff like that. Oh, nice. uh, and do they, what I appreciated is when I walked in, their freezer is just filled of crowlers, not, oh, not yeah. 16 ounce four packs. They spend like two hours before they open yep. filling crowlers. Yeah. Going, yeah. Well, much like all of us now, they do a lot more cans. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. They, they've gone to 16 ounces. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So they, um, they, they pivoted over as well. And, uh, they put a lot of their keg offerings into uh, cans. They have the means to put it from a, a can or a keg into a can, and uh, that's actually how we we got started with 16 ounce as well. So also, you know, huge thanks to, to Hackensack. Um, when we were like, okay, let's try these four packs out, um, you know, they stepped in and were like, hey, you know, we can we can can uh, some of the beer that you guys have in kegs already uh, off for you, and you know, hopefully that'll help you guys go through your beer a little bit That's faster. Cool. Yeah, and, and it did. And I mean, it was like, it was like a night and day difference. You know, we were, we were doing, you know, we were doing well, we were keeping the lights on, but um, the second that we started putting these beers into 16 ounce cans, they, they flew. And, and now, yeah, now we're, now we're playing catch up. And even now uh, we're playing catch up. Uh, I mean, tomorrow we have to go take care of a few beers and then we're brewing another two or three times this week. Yeah. Uh, Jesus. Yeah, in addition to bartending and yeah, yeah, um, we do and make deliveries. And yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, so they were huge. They're huge in helping us out with uh, kind of starting up that that program, that you know, to go package program. Yeah, um, that, in the door at least. Yeah, I mean, we we really weren't planning on it until uh, about a year in. We were just you know we were to kind of look into getting our own canning line or, or get some mobile canners out, and. Uh, you know, they, we just ultimately decided, you know, let's just get it done now. Um, it'll help build a brand. Uh, it'll get the word of mouth out there. And and even on that end, you know, we're seeing some positive results. We're getting our, our cans out to a lot of bars uh, in the city, um, which they've been great. They've been stopping by almost every week and getting some cases to, to sell to people in New York and uh, get a lot of positive feedback, which is awesome. Um, but yeah, I mean, we're, we're kind of, we went from this like, stage of uncertainty uncertainty this like a uh, weird kind of purgatory of, of not knowing where we're, our business was going to end up and yeah. and now you know we're we're talking about you know 
doubling up our tank size and and adding uh, another tank in there and uh, awesome nice yeah, yeah it's it's we we're very very uh appreciative of of all the people that helped us throughout it and and at the same time um you know it's we we took the positive up from the negative and uh turned it around the best we could and you know we're just going to keep going from there keep doing what we're doing and uh kind of stick to our guns with our beer yeah. and you know and just hopefully people kind of let, keep latching onto it and, and keep drinking and keep supporting us. Because, uh, you know, we definitely love doing what we do. And, you know, it's sure we, we, we make ends meet by doing it, but we also love going in every day and, and you know, being brewers. And the whole owner thing is still very new to us. Okay. You know, half the time I, I kind of forget that the people I'm talking to are my employees. And, uh, <laughs> and it's kind of a trip, you know, it, yeah. it's, a, it's, a, it's a cool feeling. It's a weird feeling uh, being an owner. but you know, cause we're brewers at heart, you know, we, we always will be. And, uh, and I can't be more grateful right now to be in the position we're in, especially with, with everything going on. Um, so, you know, we're trying to come out of it stronger and continue being nerds and being weird and, and throwing hops in there. Yeah, fucking style. Listen, we're, Pete, we're going to make a dry hopped uh, double for you. Okay. <laughs> He's making that one by himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> listen, you can come in and you can come in and brew with me. Oh, there you go. There's an invite. Well, well there's there an invite. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll just come for my family off. for a day. <laughs> Pete loves the shovel, so you can have him pull oh, grain out. Give him the rake. Call He's the Pete rake. grain dude. Yeah. <laughs> do you have a forklift to, do you have to put in the dumpster in the back? But, uh, no, 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 no. Forklift right now. Yeah. <laughs> 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 he brings he brings the guns out for that. There you <laughs> go. I'm the body of a professional wrestler. Yeah. You're good. You're, yeah, just strong. Oh, man, if, if this is the 80s, Sean would be heavyweight champ right now. Like, <laughs> he can make his own uh, Rocky montage of just brain. <laughs> exactly. That'd be great. Like Ivan. <laughs> yeah, pulling a cart with me on it, just sitting back, <laughs> drinking a beer. But yeah, I mean, up, up the hills of Nyack. <laughs> what John was saying about it's just, it is surreal being in the position we're in because we were still very much like fans of craft beer and fans of the beer scene there we one of our one of our buddies works for other half and he'll bring us like fresh drops other half and it's like christmas every time it happens yeah, we're yeah. like all right yeah. we have a friend that works at equilibrium it's like all right yeah yeah and shout out I mean, to guys at divine barrel down in charlotte uh they, they sent us, us beer, yeah, they just sent us a nice care package um, yeah i mean yeah exactly we, we we love what we do and we also love still being know big crap beer nerds and yeah i mean when, when you know when my brewery was open everybody asked me hey what's your favorite beer i'm like not mine yeah <laughs> i love drinking everybody else's yeah. beer man yeah. i drink my own time it's yeah. great yeah. yeah i could drink my own whatever i want but that's like, like the same somebody question. Else's. that's, that's like the same beer. question when they come to your place and they're like oh what's good i'm like i don't know all of them Seven and eight are great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, don't drink that one. It sucks. Uh, yeah. Yeah. The shitty one. Hey, that's the one. That's the one Sean made. That one yeah, sucks. You don't want to touch that one. <laughs> yeah. We'll give him the Kevin Feige rule where you, you're going to make one bad one. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Take the hit. Hey, listen, we, I mean, you know, there's been batches that, you know, we're only six months older and there's been batches that we're like, ah, shit. Yeah. You know, like it's, it, you know, we don't hate it and, and people didn't necessarily hate certain things, but like. But we see what we. Could have made better. Yeah, better. I mean, we're perfectionists, so like, I, I, even now, 
we could be getting rave reviews on a beer and I'll be like, oh, you know what, but if, if it just had a little bit more of this or that or, or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And, and like every single batch is an experiment. Every that's single batch. Awesome. Um, yeah. That's, and that's just pure passion of what you're doing. Yeah. You're I, I want to do better than what you did the last time. Exactly. We keep trying to outdo ourselves. And, and that's kind of the fire that drove us through uh, this lockdown was, was the passion for creativity yeah. and to push ourselves to, to keep being better. You know, everybody always has this, there's always a stigma on a young brewery that, you know, it takes, it takes them that six months to two years to really find their groove. Yeah. And they kind of get in that wheelhouse, the, that comfort zone, that, that level of just like, all right, everything is, is hitting every number we need. You know, we're, we're hitting our, our starting gravities. We're hitting our finishing gravities. We're, uh, you know, we're, we're pulling the perfect amount of oils from our dry hops. And, uh, and I think that pursuit is what, you know, keeps it fresh for us every day and and uh and it's kind of like you know why we keep you know going to work and lacing up the boots so to speak and uh and you know we're going to keep experimenting wear boots with laces. yeah never yeah no <laughs> <such concept. laughs> don't wear boots with laces <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. you need a slide off boot just yeah. in case. <laughs> yeah. yeah good kickoff whenever yeah, yeah 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 and and we're trying to like kind of turn that stigma on its head and, and be like hey you know we, we came from a place um, where we kind of, you know, built a name for ourselves. And, you know, even though we're starting back from a zero, kind of start from back from scratch, I speak, you know, we're, we're trying to be like, hey, you know, we, we know what we're doing. We know what we like. You know, we're not shy and we're not afraid to do a batch and have it completely suck because we kind of went out on a limb and, and tried maybe yeah. a new technique or a new style. Pushing or, the limits of what we can do yeah, or, you know, you know, yeah. or what our system can handle. Yeah, you know? and that goes back to you know, anywhere from the brew side, the, the hot side to the cold side. And, uh, and yeah, I mean, we had a couple IPAs that we dry up so heavily that we were like, Jesus Christ. This is like, <laughs> you know, That's a little too many hops. Yeah. With blended yeah. grass wheat. Yeah. Just, <laughs> um, but so, you know, the next and there's goes. nothing better when you try to empty, when you try to, to, to get that, the true bat at the bottom of the oh, fermenter and nothing moves. It's <laughs> solid. Yeah, it's concrete. It just you're putting like 30 psi in the tank yep. to try to nudge it out. Nothing's moving. Nope. Nope. Yeah, that's the worst. <laughs> that's when you just that's when you just take off the entire bottom and just let it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just, yeah. just cut it off. Just <laughs> which, done. which we have done as uh, oh, as, yeah. as young brewers at Bricks, we definitely yeah. uh, pulled you the. Hoses, uh, you have hoses and squeegees. Yeah. <laughs> Get a big pole and just yeah, yeah exactly. Just plunge it, it in. <laughs> so you guys uh, already alluded to having uh, potentially going to upgrade the brew house. What else yeah. does the future of Two Villains hold? What else are you looking at as bigger projects for the future? Um, yeah. I mean, which, which one? yeah, I, we have a lot of small kind of passion projects that that kind of tie into what we're doing now. Um, you know, one of the one of the original things we wanted was a brew pub, and, and we nailed that. You know, we we wanted that cool comfortable like vibe and that just nice simple setting where you can have a beer and eat some food and, and both are good and they go hand in hand mm -hmm. um and uh, another one of our big goals was to have um a farmhouse location we wanted mm. we want a, a big piece of land up north uh somewhere where we can have a, a nice big barrel program um that's mm. One of my big loves even now it's something that i absolutely adore doing at brick city was working with barrels we had over, I, I believe, 50, 60 uh, wine barrels. We had 10 enormous uh, oak punchins and uh, 
Wow. And did a lot of bourbon barrel aging, and, and I, I loved working with yeah. them. Um, we did a ton of blended sour yeah, beers. A lot of turban mash, a lot of. Loving me some sours lately, man. You know, farmhouses, yeah. wild yeast. Uh, at, yeah, yeah, I love it. Even like double dry hop sour is, sure. is yeah, phenomenal. Exactly. Great stuff coming out of like Hudson River Valley. Yeah. Um, Think about that, Pete, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pete, I mean, I, I'm going to get Pete into some of those sours because. They they really aren't they're, they're no sour but they're dry exactly and, and I haven't I had one like, that I like yet I but you know what I always I always tell it I always tell everybody I'm like listen you're gonna find a sour that you like one day and uh, it'll hit kind of yep. every the only thing I think it came box. close was uh, North Fork's back to lacto I don't remember what what specific style it entered but I sure think if you if you had um, what is it Peak Skills uh, Simple Sour mm. yeah. Uh, that's like a real like entry level yeah three percent alcohol just nothing to tear your you know your jowls yeah. out yeah, so exactly. and if so all right i, I don't know how, spare. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, i don't know how easy it is to access but um one of my all-time favorite beers uh even now to this day is a uh, petite prince by jester king yes oh yeah uh, it's a two and a half like 2.6 something like that percent uh table beer wow Hmm. experimentation it it that is like if i was to choose a beer for for somebody to kind of get into sours with it would be that it's hmm. not it's not very acidic um it's not too dry there's not too much funk going on but it's clean and and it it just it's so refreshing it's so easy to drink um great with food and i think that's a beer that a lot of people can kind of like drink hmm. wrap their heads around sours as a whole um, cause you know, it, it, it can be very, pretty jarring, you know, I, like one of our, our big things at Bricks with, with the barrels was, was doing sensory, uh, uh tastings every month or two and, yep. and, you know, trying some of these things you're like, Jesus Christ, you know, like we have to blend this, this is fucking battery <laughs> acid, you know, and then, <laughs> and then there's some that you're like, well, there's zero, you know, acidity to this, you know, the pH probably didn't really drop that much. And, you know, we definitely have to make it a little bit more tart. And, and it, it was nice because we could kind of adjust it to, you know, kind of the perfect balance to, to be approachable by, by everyone. Um, so I always think there is a sour out there for, for everyone, even if they're not into it. There is. Um, yeah, it's much like IPAs, you know. Exactly. Like, yeah. Never liked IPAs. It's like, it's well, a, just drink every IPA until you find the one you Yeah, like. it's an acquired taste. And, and so, yeah, so that kind of love for, for you know, wild beer um, brings us to, to wanting that second location yeah. that farmhouse location and uh you know we want a, a nicer like uh dining experience to kind of go with it you know again going back to our, our roots in the restaurant industry you know uh my father was a chef growing up so i kind of grew up in a restaurant and uh i just love the idea of, of a really good food and drink experience and me as a consumer i mean like yeah you know we've always been about the full experience yeah yeah like I mean, even even going to places like that's the thing we look for like sure. you know, yeah yeah like brewery do they have do they have food is it more than just like pretzels is it like exactly. i get like <laughs> i get a nice sandwich <laughs> and get like you know yeah it's best it's best of both worlds i mean you know I, i'm not shy to drop you know a lot of money on, on a, a great meal where and you're drinking you know awesome bottles of wine or yeah. beer or whatever it is and, and having a, a nice it's about the experience and longevity. It'd be nice to be able to go into a restaurant, not only enjoy the food, but then sit after 
and enjoy yep. a couple of, you know, home brewed or, or craft brewed or, uh, you know, in-house brewed sure. beers yeah, yeah. and just try the whole palate and go right through the list. I mean, exactly. that's, that's like the thing too. Yeah, jumping from one to another. Exactly. I think like, that's what I like. That's the cool thing about our place is that you see it. Like it's right there. Like yeah. you're sitting next to the tanks. So you can like look over and see the buckets of water bubbling from fermentation <laughs> yeah. and stuff. Like give me the wrong look yeah. and I can spray you. Yeah. Right? You, know, <laughs> it's, you know, it's, it's, it's right there. It's, it's palpable to the people in there and, and, it's huge for us, and I, I mean, I, I love it. I love being able to, to kind of provide that uh, little bit of like authenticity to people coming in, um, just seeing us work and yeah. whatever else. And and you know, we want to expand upon that. You know, we we like giving back to the communities where, that we're in currently, and and um, you know, we're going to continue to kind of bridge the gap between you know beer and food and as much yeah. as we can. We want to try to bring the craft beer scene to Niagara as much as we can, <laughs> like you know. In terms exactly. Of, yeah, in terms of just like even eventually trying to let the town do let us do like certain things. Sure. You know? It's like it's kinda like, you know, we're the first we're the first guys to kind of roll up in town with a brewery and it's like we almost like we don't want to let people down by by having a subpar product, you know, having being being the first place. You don't want to so, fuck it up for everybody else. Exactly, yeah, yeah. We're not we're trying, yeah, we're, we're trying not to be those guys, you know, that they had one job and they couldn't yeah. do it. <laughs> or, or, or like, you know, somebody comes in and they do it better than us. Yeah, it's like, oh, shit. What the, <laughs> the fuck were we doing us <laughs> Exactly. Well, guys, I, I really appreciate you guys coming on. It's been an awesome experience, both being at your brewery, having your beer, and talking to you. Yeah. Um, one of the next time, when the, Mike, when we meet each other in person, we can actually just talk about comic books and movies. <laughs> yeah. Over over some uh, paper canoes, that'd be fun. Oh, yeah, yeah. Or triple IPA, whatever triple IPA, so it gets nice and heated. Fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> Uh, I want to thank everybody for joining us in on the Instagram live. And then even most recently over here on uh, Facebook, appreciate Joshua Saffer and oh, that's my boy. Yep, the, the real drunk housewives of Australia checking in. So we are global. Uh, grads came in and said, hello, free grads, by the way. Um, and then free. Did he mutter any obscenities? No, actually he's no. been very tame, but Greg mm. Filippo hey, says hey, free Greg. Uh, for you guys though. Yeah. David Crumholz says uh, that Sean's a beast and vivid, vivid laser I got is perfection, which I do agree. It was a fantastic beer out of the four we had and, and none of them were terrible. Um, thank God. Uh, that, that laser I got was, was probably my, my favorite out of them. So keep producing that one because that one was fantastic. Yeah, that was, that was a fun um, one. But he did make also another comment that you guys really come off normal on a podcast. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that's unusual for us. We know how to be professional. We've been in the restaurant industry for like 20 years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm surprised you guys aren't smoking cigarettes in the background because that's all I do uh, as, as a bartender waiter for 20 years. So. It's the only reason oh, you dude, have I'm, the excuse I'm, I'm to go out back. I'm going to double fist a joint and a cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> well, fair enough. Guys, why don't you give us the, uh, the big plug uh, about the brewery and give us the, all the contact information where people can find you, where people can, yeah. people can pick up your beer. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, we're Two Villains Brewing. Uh, we're out of Nyack, New York, in the lower Hudson Valley. Uh, you can visit us right on, on Main Street, 132 Main Street. Um, we're open Tuesday through Sunday. Uh, Thursday through Sunday, we are serving food uh, outdoors and soon to be indoors. Um, we offer to-go crawlers, to-go four-packs. Uh, uh, we also have a full bar. Um, you can contact us or 
follow us on Instagram uh, or on Facebook, Two Villains Brewing. Uh, we also have a website, twovillainsbeer.com. Ah. Uh, so we try to keep a, a, an updated draft list and food list and everything else on there as well. Uh, beermenus.com, you can find our updated draft list as well. Uh, pretty much it, yeah. yeah. Come awesome. drink our beer. It's not that bad. Cheeky bastards. They're not that yeah, and Nyack is weird and awesome. Nyack. It's weird. It's, it's a yeah. weird and great place. It's very it is. It's a, it's a really cool small town to go visit. Yeah. It's got great views, yeah. and you're going to probably see a ton of bikers, and that's not something yes. you probably commonly see every day in a town, just taking yeah. over the entire town. And feel free to open your car doors as they pass by. You know, yeah. we won't judge you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> just kidding. Like uh, the, you know, all the cyclists out there, they, they do give us good business. <laughs> so I'm, I'm not trying to isolate it. Keep on riding in, guys. We're still here for you. <laughs> it's like a scene from This is 40. It just hits the car and flies over. What the fuck? What the hell was that? <laughs> guys, I really appreciate you uh, coming hey, down so and fun. being on and, and doing anything. Uh, we're definitely going to hang out again. This is, this is uh, way yeah. too fun. Please yeah. do. Um, this is where Mike and Pete and Steve and GovsRadio.com. This to me every time. Well, <laughs> I, listen, again, two and a half years, Steve, of just me and Pete. And uh, Steve is now an integral part. He's the go. third leg of the tripod, as we <laughs> said. And he does have his own name on the, on the thing. So this is where Mike, Pete, and Steve. There it is. Hard to say without the and in between each one. <laughs> yeah. uh, GovsRadio.com. Again, check us out on um, – uh, iTunes and on Spotify all and all of the platforms uh, for your tomorrow. It should be out somewhere around, you know, 12, one o'clock, depending on how early I wake up. Depending on how Mike wakes on loop at the brewery. Yeah. Just yeah. There you go. Yeah. yeah. That'll be fun. If <laughs> I, I can, I'll, I'll put some, uh, voice sounds like. yeah, <laughs> well, it, you know, it's, through zoom, very so it's a little tough. It's yeah, tough yeah. through zoom to really uh, get the it's full so feeling. All, it's so hard to listen to my own voice. So I just don't. <laughs> that's I'm why we're lighting in here is low because i am just soaked or sweaty oh, yeah. I mean, it is like, <laughs> you're drinking those triples the entire time melting uh pete any last words before we get out of here don't forget to have your uh your your new pet spade and neutered mike yeah so i got him i got it sp- i got her spade <laughs> she's still acting like an asshole steve what do you got uh say no to caprophagy Love it. I don't know what Whatever that is. That is fuck Everyone it. Google search that shit. You will know what it is. <laughs> All right. right. So we're Mike and Pete, Gubs, and Steve. GovsRadio.com. We out. Well, that's two hours of your life that you'll never get back. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Yeah. Please hang up and try again. This has been the Words on Govs Radio. I hope you're drunk enough.